If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. I know what's going to happen here, Joe. What's going to happen is I forgot to set up the music. So once, once you start talking, the music is going to come on. So do you want to wait for the music or do you just want to talk over it? Man, with all the mess that's going on, why wouldn't this happen? You know, <laughs> This is my fault. This, this, is, this is user error because I work too much. So yeah. I guarantee yeah. while we're talking, the song's going to start. So I don't know what we should do here. Yeah. I completely screwed up yeah. this one. This is my fault right here. <laughs> Man. This is absolutely crazy. This is absolutely <laughs> not. I realized I did it about two minutes ago, and I'm like, well, I can't edit it because then, like, our our stuff won't start. So I guess we'll just <laughs> – I just noticed I did this. So, all right. Well, whatever, what's up, everybody? This is Let's Talk Jets. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> we definitely are a Jets podcast. We must be run by Chris Johnson. You're listening to Let's Talk Jets Radio.
are listening to Let's Talk Jets Radio. Well, you got a Mickey Mouse team, you got a Mickey Mouse intro. What do you want me to tell you? What's up, everybody? <laughs> this is Let's Talk Jets Radio. This is one of your hosts, Tyson Roush. Yes, I screw up the intro. Yes, it's the same damn intro song. And yes, I still don't care. So, as you know, this show, this show is going to be absolute chaos. The only thing we ask is that you do not curse. We will try not to curse. No guarantees, but we just ask there's no cursing. Um, let me introduce the man of the people, Long Beach Joe. How you doing, man? <laughs> man, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'll see you and uh, Chris Johnson. You guys probably hang out. <laughs> I'm cooling, you know. I'm 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 good. I, you know, I should promote I, myself, I'm chilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, but Joe, the one thing, Joe, on just one here. thing, Joe. I don't want I don't want personnel control, so don't worry about me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know, I look, hey, hey, I'll tell you what. I tried to warn y'all about Adam Gaze, you know. I tried to <laughs> warn y'all and nobody wanted to listen when I said it, you know. I I brought all the stats, the facts, I, I I framed it really nicely and people just told me to embrace the hire. You know, embrace the hire, Joe, embrace the hire. Well, are you guys embracing the dysfunction? <laughs> you guys embracing that? I, look, I warned you, but listen. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote our Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search Let's Talk Jets Radio. Like that page. Our content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message us. We'll message you right back. We love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave us some feedback. We love hearing about what you folks think we do here on Let's Talk Jets Radio. So without further ado, Ty, let's go ahead and get into the show, man. I'm fired up. Yeah, I'm fired up, too. As always, we're on Instagram and Twitter, at Talk Jets Radio. We're on YouTube, Let's Talk Jets Radio. I know Prime Time's posting a lot of stuff on there. It's getting all kinds of comments. So appreciate all the follows, all the listens. Uh, we'll try to get everybody on as fast as we can tonight. There's a lot of people on hold already, and uh, we're flying solo because Prime Time, as you guys may or may not know, is a baseball coach. So he's coaching a team tonight up in uh, Montclair, New Jersey. So it's just me and Long Beach, so – We'll do our best to handle all of this, the phone calls, the tweets, and everything else. And, and Joe, it's so funny because, like, this time of year you start winding down, like, the Jets were heading in the right direction. They had a good offseason in terms of free agency. Mm -hmm. The draft, we kind of figured out, okay, some good things, some bad things, but screw it. Bring on minicamp. And things start to die down. We're like, you know, Giants were a dumpster fire. Like, dude, things are okay. Like, you're excited to be a Jets fan. Almost every call on here, we're all pretty excited, like, you can justify things, you understand things, you drink some Kool-Aid to ignore the things. And lo and behold, the New York Jets had to remind us, though. They had to remind us that they're still a New York Jets, that they don't understand yeah. how to prosper. They don't understand how to fly under the radar. They don't understand how to just keep things normal and sane. And, and they fire Mike McCagnan, they fire Heimerdinger, and listen – Neither one of us, whoever listens to the show for as long as you listen, they know neither one of neither one of us like them. We never liked Mike McCagnan. No. We've called him to be fired for a couple of years now. So the firing yeah. of Mike McCagnan is not the issue. I think we both agree it should have been done in January, and that's the problem. 
It should have been done in January. The timing of this is horrific. And the one thing I yeah. – listen, I don't care what experts tell me. I don't care what analysts tell me. I don't care what your favorite Twitter follower tells you. I don't care. For me personally, this is stupid. And I'll tell you why, Joe. It's stupid because the general manager in January can, even with that short period of time, can figure out his plan for the guys he wants to sign, the guys he wants to cover, the contracts he wants to give out. Then after mm-hmm. that, you form your plan for the draft. You pick out your guys now. Then you do it. And the whole excuse, oh, it's only a couple months, can't do this. Listen, if you're an executive, a quality personnel guy, we had Mike Tannenbaum on last week. He gave us the analysis of every player we drafted, and he's not even general manager of a team right now. He broke down every yeah. one of our draft prospects. If you're an NFL personnel guy, you know the comings and goings of every team, every player in the offseason. Because if you prepare for it, dude, if, you, if Joe Douglas, I guarantee you Joe Douglas, the, the new savior, the potential savior of the team, I guarantee you in January if he took this job, he would know every free agent. He would know every – he would know it all. So don't give yeah. this excuse that, oh, this is the best time to do it. January is the best time to do it. But the biggest thing I take away from all this show, other than all of this function, is this puts a complete spotlight on the complete stupidity, ignorance, and absolute incompetence of the ownership. Chris Johnson yeah. is so far in over his head with this team, he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. He has no idea what's going on. No idea. No. And, and this is – he is getting eaten alive by a power-hungry little coach. as doesn't want jacks. doesn't want anything in the NFL. This, he, mm-hmm. he, Chris Johnson got so exposed throughout this process, it's embarrassing. And it put a spotlight on – we wonder where our problem has been over the last four or five years. We know where it is. We blamed it on Woody, and then Chris Johnson came in here, and he preached all about the players. I love the players, and this and that, rip, blah, blah, blah. He choked. He choked. He was in over his head, and now he spent, what, a month with, the, with Adam Gase and figured out, oh, we got to fire everybody now and fix the problems. Where were, you, yeah. where were you in January? Where were you in December? These problems aren't new. They've been here, Joe. This problem, yeah. listen, we can talk about Adam Gase all night long, we will. This problem starts with Jets ownership. They choked. Chris yeah. Johnson blew it. He blew it completely. And now you're entrusting yeah. your whole freaking organization with a guy that's accomplished nothing in the NFL. You're putting your trusted franchise, <laughs> Sam Donald, year two, and all these young players, this young group that we waited so long to rebuild with, into a guy that's accomplished nothing in the NFL. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. He's earned the right yeah. He's earned the right to have an organization. He did the same goddamn thing in Miami. Mm-hmm. And what happened there? Mm-hmm. He got ran out of town. Yeah. And now Chris Johnson's yeah. not like his. I'm going to fire everybody and, and let Adam Gase be my, my, the face of my franchise now. Joe, mm-hmm. it's ownership. I, I, it is, this, is, this, this ridiculousness is all on Chris Johnson. Yeah. And you know, look, and like I said, man, I warned y'all. I warned y'all about Adam Gaze. I warned y'all, and I'll, I'll get into him later, but I warned y'all. And I was told to embrace the hire. People hit me up, say, oh, you're being negative. You're being this. You're being that. No, 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 no. I was being real, but nobody wanted to listen, but I bet you you're listening now. I'm, I'm going to start at the top, though, with the Johnsons, especially with Chris Johnson, because, listen, Max should have been fired a year ago. You know, I never liked him as a GM. You didn't either. It was a lot of – idiotic moves that he would make from time to time. We made it really clear on this show many times that he should have been fired, you know, at least with Bowles. He should have been gone. What's wrong with this is all – it's the timing. That's what's wrong with this all. You don't let him spend $100 million, hire a head coach, and go through the draft if you're going to fire him because 
what you have is a GM on the hot seat making moves like Mellon, uh, like Mosley and Bell, which Adam Gaze didn't want at that price, uh, that they got him at all, to save himself. That's what Mac was doing. When he made those moves for Mosley and Bell, he was doing that to save himself. If he did not overpay those guys or if he didn't get, get them for the price that he got them, then he wouldn't have been here. They, those guys wouldn't have came here. So he had to make sure he get those guys. You take those guys away from free agency, and fans would have been rioting. So he had to overspend to do that because he knows that the seat was hot, especially after Anthony Barr nonsense that happened. People would have been rioting in the street if we didn't get those guys, and he knew that he didn't have the true security to, to withstand that stuff. So he had to make those moves. He should have been fired before all of this. But what really angers me the most is the coolest nature of Chris Johnson. That's what bothers me the most, to sit there and say that after running the organization for two years that now – You've done a deep dive into the organization. You figured out the issues. What the hell were you doing for two years, Chris? What, what, what were you doing? <laughs> like, what did Gabe say to you in like the the little time he's been here that opened your eyes to what's been going on around here? You and your brother are just inept owners. I, I really would just just sell the team. I really just want them to sell the team to someone who cares and wants to run this the right way. Now we're looking for a GM in May at this point. You know, you, you, you've had these arranged marriages in the past where you had Rick, or, or Rex and Idzik. Uh, you did the same thing with Bowles and Mack, and now you're doing it again with Gaze and somebody else. What didn't you learn from that earlier stuff? You know, you, even you, you, you look at the power structure around here. That could possibly steer away potential top-tiers GM as well. Because what, what GM's going to want to come in here and be on equal footing with the coach where you guys are both reporting to the owner? Not a, lot of, not a lot of guys are going to want to deal with that on top of the fact that they have to deal with Adam Gaze. Look, I'm praying that we hire Joe Douglas. I am. Uh, you know, he, he'd be a great move. But if we don't, like, things could get really bad because you got to think, like, all the cards are in Adam Gaze's hands, all of them. Because if you have to, you have to hire almost somebody that he signs off on. He's got to be okay with the guy that you hire. He's got to be okay yep. with – you know, sitting down with a guy and having – because Adam Gaze is not going to give away control of the 53. That's, I don't think that's going to happen. Even if he's saying that publicly, that is not what he's going to do. That's never been what he's done. If you look at the issues at Miami, and I detailed those when we first hired him, people called me crazy. But everything that we're seeing here is some of the same power struggles that he had in Miami. And when you give him control of the 53, you'll see what happens because Miami's in a rebuild. Guess why? But we'll get back – we'll get into Adam Gaze in a second. But – I'm telling you, you have to be okay. He has to be okay if you with whoever you hire. So all the cards are in his hand. And then it, even if you go outside of somebody that he wants, because say the guy doesn't want to come here, because again, Joe Doug, he could be fine where he's at. It's not like they're not going to continue to compete for Super Bowls. He's over there winning with the squad. They, they have a, a good team. He's going to be fine. So say you don't go with him, you're going to just have to go with some other guy that's going to be willing to sit back and listen to Adam Gaze and do whatever he tells him to do, because that's what an Adam Gaze guy is. He's a guy that yep. does whatever Adam Gaze tells them to do. Period. That's Dude, the that's way the, it works. But that's the that's that's the, and that's the problem, Joe. Once again, we're doing it backwards. We're doing it backwards. Yeah. If any owner has any clue what the hell he's doing, you fire Bowles and McCagney and you move on. Because nothing that happened these last two months is any different than happened last year. He was indecisive last year. He made questionable signings last year. He had questionable draft picks last year. All these things have been happening. It's nothing new. And then when no. he overpaid for Le'Veon Bell, whether it's him or, or, Woody, or Chris Johnson, whoever it is, it's like it's, this is just comical. Couldn't seal the deal. And then, then it was like, 
then he's putting his blueprint down where, you know, Adam Gase wants Matt Paradis and, and McCagney likes Jonathan Harrison. Stuff like this, this all could be avoided by cleaning house Absolutely. in January. This all, and exactly. then, then in January, you get your best GM candidate. You get the guy you really want. Because then, listen, everybody's telling me how, how great this team is, like how this is a great opportunity. You know what's a better opportunity for a GM? When you have $100 million in the number three pick in the draft. That's an exciting yep. team with Sam Darnold. Now you're going to say, okay, we've already spent all that. We've already drafted all that. We've already gave, got rid of all our premium resources. Now we're going to bring you on. Dude, the job's a lot more remarkable in January than it is now because now you're inheriting C.J. Mosley in his contract. You're inheriting Levy and Bell in his contract. You're inheriting all these things when you could have made your own decisions. What if, new, what if Joe Douglas says, you know what, I would have traded Leonard Williams. Guess what? That would have been done in January. Or, hey, you know what, exactly. I would have gotten more for Darren Lee. I would have did all this. If these guys are so freaking good, if they're so highly touted, you get them in January. It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. And the other thing that's really pissing me off the most is Adam Gase already has a built-in excuse. Already has a built-in excuse. Before a goddamn snap is played, he can say, you know what? Some of these guys aren't the guys I wanted. I wanted Matt Paradise at center. I wanted Kevin yep. Coleman. I didn't want Blazing a Bell. He's got three or four yep. built-in excuses already, and they haven't even played friggin' football yet. Yep. And then it gets better. Yep. What if you don't? What if you hire Jim? That's not the kind of guy he wants. What if the Jets go outside the box and say, listen, Joe Douglas says no, and they get somebody else? Then you got even more tension because you did it backwards. He'll blow that up. Yep. This, this, this yeah. Is, yeah. Listen, I, I've read so many goddamn articles telling me how I'm wrong, but for, from common sense, my basic stupid football mind tells me I'm right. The timing of this is terrible, and there's so many reasons why. And save me the nonsense thing. This is the perfect time because a guy in January couldn't figure this all out. Oh, yes, he could have. Yes, he could have. You're making excuses for your franchise. You're, you're, you're drinking this Adam Gay's Kool-Aid because you're some homer thinking some great coach when he's proven nothing. From the personnel side, he's proven absolutely nothing. Oh, the fact can. that Chris, Chris Johnson got so exposed, and now it's like you have this organization going in, like coming into this period, like, all right, we're going in the right direction. Now you're entrusting your entire program with Adam Gay. And his whole nonsense yeah. of, oh, yeah. I don't want no personnel decisions. The guy's making moves every day, and, and he has his hands all over everything, and the guy he brings in is going to be one of his guys. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to share the same mindset. They just say, hey, listen, man, I'll get you this job. You've got to help me out, though. Okay. How do you think this works, Joe? You wash my back, I'll wash yours. That's how the NFL works. Dude, this is so bla- – this is comical, dude. It, it, it's comical that we're back here. And listen – it may not have – and the new thing is, oh, well, this won't impact this season. Okay. So now all of a sudden, <laughs> we're, now we're all about this season. So for the short term, because we already spent $100 million and did this draft pick, it's not going to impact us this year. What about this long term? What about the money – all this $100 million we just gave out? What about that? Like, this, there, there is an impact with this. We could have had a completely different direction with a different GM. Does Joe Douglas yep. do the thing the same exact way? Maybe Joe Douglas could trade back. Because Mike McCagney is so goddamn indecisive, he couldn't get any trades done. That's yeah. why. Never, that's the difference, never mind the Maybe a better general yeah. manager is more qualified to actually make moves in the freaking tra- in the goddamn draft. Yeah. And, and, and again, like I was saying earlier, a general manager is not on the hot seat. Uh, a general manager that's not on the hot seat, I look, I get it. It's, you know, I'm relaxed, man. Listen, a general manager that's not on the hot seat 
wouldn't have been trying to make moves to save his job. You know, he would have made moves maybe. Again, he would have got probably got more players that Adam Gaze actually wanted. Or guys, like you said, like Matt Paradise, maybe he stays away from Le'Veon Bell at that and gets Tevin Coleman because reportedly that's what Gaze wanted. He wanted Tevin Coleman. Yep. He was a guy that fits his system, a guy that's going to move and do the things that he wants him to do. But, again, Mac had to make some of those decisions because he was trying to save himself. But another general manager coming in probably would have been more open to Gaze. You know, wouldn't have pushed them out. But I, I want to talk about – I, I want to go into Adam Gaze because you, you, you started to really hit the nail on the head there. I, you know, there's a famous saying that if you don't learn from history, you are doomed to repeat it, okay? Yep. I told you guys that Adam Gaze was crazy. I told y'all. Now I want to have a talk directly with the people because <laughs> this is the same type of stuff that he was doing in Miami, same type of stuff. The reports on him is that he does not play well with others, and I told you all that. I told y'all that. You know, what has Adam Gaze to, done to really deserve the power over the roster? What has he done? If you look at the past with Adam Gaze, when you give him full control of a football team, he'll destroy it. Um, I, I talked a little bit about it earlier. When you look at the situation in Miami, I know everyone's laughing at the Dolphins, right? They're trash. We're, we're going to destroy them this year. That team is in rebuild mode. He's the guy that puts them in rebuild mode, dummy. He was the guy over there running the roster. He was the guy over there ripping that franchise apart and getting rid of players and doing all this other stuff. He was the guy that was doing that. So now you allow him to come here and run the 53 here. If you don't learn from history, you are doomed to repeat it. This guy has no business having any type of saying personnel moves. That's not what he should be doing. And like you said earlier, Tyson, this, this guy's running around saying he doesn't want to – I don't want to have anything to do with personnel. I just want to be a coach. Well, why are you making moves now, Adam? Why are, you, why are you trading players? Why are you signing players? Why are you getting rid of scouts? Why are you doing that? Why don't you let the general managers that have to come do that stuff if you don't want to have control of player personnel? Because you want to have control, Adam. You've always wanted to have control. Everywhere you've been, you wanted full control of the team. When he was with the Dolphins, there was a time where he had a fight with the owner, and I detailed this a little bit. Stephen Ross, the Dolphins walked up on him and said, hey, have some questions about personnel moves that he was making, some issues that were going on offensively on the team. He went off on Stephen Ross, told him that he knew more about football than he did. This is the owner of the Dolphins. This is his boss. <laughs> this is his boss. How much more control? How much more control how you, could you get than that? He's, he's crazy. He really is a crazy person. I told you guys that. I told you that he was volatile. A lot of these other writers were talking about, oh, you know, he's aggressive. He's edgy. He's in your face. No, he's not. He's a nut job. That's what he is. It's his way or the highway, and that's it. There is no middle ground. There's no nothing else. Either you do what he tells you to do or you will be gone. And what's even crazier is that guys like Mike McCarthy, why Mike McCarthy, Monk and all these guys, but especially like McCarthy, why would you – Push him away because he wanted to have a little bit of say in the roster, but give Adam Gaze power. Here you have a guy in McCarthy that has a, a proven track record of winning, been in the playoffs for years upon years, has won Super Bowls, has groomed one of the better quarterbacks of our entire decade. Why would you push him out the franchise and not give him control, but then give Adam Gaze control? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. This is just it's he crazy. Played, he played Chris Johnson. He played the yeah. game. He played Chris Johnson. He came in and gave the interview of his lifetime just saying, you know what, I'm just going to get my foot in the door, and I'm going to take advantage of a marshmallow general manager and a clueless owner. He knew what he was getting himself into. He knew Chris Johnson was clueless, and Mike McCagney's on the hot seat and was as soft as a marshmallow. He knew it. Just get, get the job, get your foot in the door, and take over. Dude, this is this, – and the funny thing is, this is the funniest thing about Jeff Vance. When he, was, when he was initially hired, most of us didn't like the decision, including me. 
And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start buying it. I listened to him talk. I listened to his philosophies. But then he was like, you know, you, you just see it. This dude's got an agenda. He's not going to be happy with just yeah. sitting there, keeping his mouth shut, saying, you know what? McCann, no. you do this, you do this. I'm going to sit here and bite my tongue. You knew it. You could see it in his first press conference when he was cursing. You could see it. Like, this guy is a wild – he's a firecracker. You knew it. And the minute he got his foot in the door, he saw all the weaknesses in the front office, which are obviously a ton of them, including ownership, and took complete advantage of it. The guy that wanted no personnel, didn't care about personnel, didn't care about none of it, wanted personnel, and is getting his personnel one way or another. Absolutely. It, it, it's comical, dude. And it's so funny. The same people that didn't want him hired are now glad, he's, are now glad he has all this power. I, I don't understand it. And, it's like, and, and I don't want to hear how he has no power because – the general manager is coming in is going to be his sidekick. It's going to be a guy that he's going to puppet and just be a, like a, a puppet master with. He's going to get absolutely. into whatever he wants. So now our organization is in the hands of a guy that's accomplished absolutely nothing in the NFL. Nothing. What, what has he won? What, oh, he made the playoffs once? Good for you, dude. Your team was in a hunt last year. You choked on the stretch. Great. You got ran out of Miami. Yeah. We had the team didn't like you. you. You pissed off the fan base, the media, and the players. And now you're here trying to do the same thing. And everybody goes, oh, it's so great because he's not the zombie bulls. Well, wonderful. He's an arrogant prick, like alienating everybody and taking a power play and got your general manager fired and your ownership like, like, like putty in his hands. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You, you, know, you know what's crazy. even worse? <laughs> it's even worse is that is the, the dysfunction that goes on. If you look at teams that are constantly contending in the NFL, teams that are constantly – in the hunt, teams that are always winning Super Bowls, what do they stay away from? They stay away from dysfunction. It's the three Ds, I always say. You have to have direction, okay? Without direction, you'll have dysfunction. If you don't have a direction and you're dysfunctional, your franchise is going to be a disaster. All these teams that are constantly winning, they don't have the issues that we have. You look at a lot of teams that are constantly losing, that are constantly – you'll see that, though. You'll see the dysfunction. You'll see the lack of direction. We've got to get it together, man. And like I said, I'm hoping that we get – a quality GM candidate. I'm hoping that is Joe Douglas. Uh, I've heard, you know, rumors about Daniel Jeremiah as well. He came out and said that he has never been contacted by anybody as of yet. But, man, we've got to make sure that we get the right guy in here. (laughs) I mean, you've got to make sure you get the right guy for Gage. You've got to make sure you get the right guy for the team. Because if we don't, this could go bad really, really fast. I mean, it's already bad, but it could get way worse than this. We could really be hurting for years. If we just bring in – if we just bring just basically a, a body for Adam Gase to boss around, it's a waste of time. It's over. And if you're just going to bring a yep. yes man in for Adam Gase, like you need a stern, strict football guy that is say, you know what, I'm going to have personal control. I'll hear your opinion, but I'm doing what's best for your organization. If you have that guy, you're fine. That's why you hire the general manager before the coach. It makes a lot more sense, especially when both are reporting to the owner, which is even stupider. Yep. But now it's like yep. you have the head coach in place. You know, so now it's like you have your head coach, and you're trying to adapt a general manager to your coach. It's backwards. So then you're trying to adapt it. You yeah. say, oh, listen, this is what he wants. How can you help him? Because he's some innovative mastermind that's won so much in the NFL. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we got a lot to talk about. We got a guest coming on in a couple minutes. We got a ton of people on hold, Joe. So before we'll talk about all these other things as we talk to callers. It'll probably make it a little bit easier. So we're going to go to Dan in Howard Beach. Dan, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> hey, man, another day in <laughs> paradise, man. Oh, is this the best? Oh, my God. I, I don't even know what to think. Like, I'm I'm thinking so outside of the box that I'm in Mars right now, just trying to make sense of this and trying to, like, to contort it in a way where, hey, maybe, maybe this was the plan all along. Maybe this whole entire thing when Gase was, like, sitting across Woody Johnson and whatnot, maybe in private before he took the job, said, look, let McKagan finish out the draft, the whole entire free agency, just throw it down his throat. These are the players that I want. But after the draft is done with, this is the GM that I want, or I'm not taking the job. I don't know. Maybe. This is me thinking way outside of the box. I mean, you have finally a decisive coach, a coach that's going to – he knows what he wants. Yes, he might be crazy. Joe, you're right. The guy is insane. The guy needs to be in an asylum. But, hell, you paired him up with Craig Williams. This is going to be a fantastic year. With that being said, if the plan all along is to get Joe Douglas, shoot. Damn, that's an enormous upgrade. We finally have a GM slash coach tandem that they see eye to eye. Now, the only thing – this would not surprise me. The only thing that is left for us to be like a complete ostracized is that Joe Douglas says, ah, I don't want the job. Forget it. It, I, it was just too premature. That, I, I kind of see that coming. You know, but hopefully not. Hopefully we do sign Joe Douglas. I kind of like him. Um, well, my, here's the thing, and I want to I thank you for, for calling in, Dan. But listen, here's the thing, is that if that was the plan, why not just fire McCagney and get Joe Douglas? This is, my, this is my rebuttal to that, Joe, with, with all due respect. This is my only, the only way that I can kind of make sense of it. Uh, and I could be completely wrong. Maybe they did go to Joe Douglas. Probably they went, and Joe Douglas maybe said, you know what, I will take the job, but let me finish out what I've been doing, this yearly plot process that we do with the scout, with scouting players. You know, oh, no. who knows? Oh, wait, it, it, could be, it could be facetious. It could, but you never know what happens behind closed doors. You never know. Who the heck knows? I can't just I, see I, them I, just I, firing a guy and not a, have a contingency plan. We had – we had a hundred million dollars. We had a full draft. Why would any incoming general manager say, Oh, I'll put a hold on that. I don't want to spend anything. I don't want to draft my guys. I just want to do it. No, like this to me sounds exactly like it's been reported and exactly like I warned everybody. Chris John, or, uh, Adam Gaze went in there and got the ear of Chris Johnson and all of this was then done. Max should have been fired. I'm not, I'm not saying that he, he should be here. That's definitely not what I'm saying. He should have been gone, but he should have been gone a year ago. He should have been gone when Bowles was gone. That's when he should have got fired and we should have got mm. our general manager in here who then should have moved on and hired our head coach. We should now be in May looking for a general manager. That's not what should if, be happening. If that's the case, if Gase did go into Johnson's ear, you know what? 
I know it sucks. It's premature, whatever. But better to get this done out of the way right now instead of waiting a full year and then scouring. And then you have other teams with no GMs, with vacancies, vying for the services of Joe Douglas. You know what I mean? I mean, it, of course, it's completely unorthodox. Damn, you know, I don't even want to compare, but the Chiefs did something similar to it, and they knocked out a guy yeah, that they had has the pedigree. They had Andy Reid. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess so, Andy, man. Let's not compare Andy Reid and Adam Gates because that just be let's not no. let's not even go down that bridge. No, but what I'm saying is this has been done before. Even like it right after dra- the draft, this thing happened. You know what else? Is, you know what you I mean? What else has been done before? You know what else has been done before? A lot of freaking mistakes in the NFL. So I like how we're cherry picking the one time it did work or two times it did pick and ignoring all the times it worked out poorly. And we're going to ignore what happened to Adam Gase, what, four months ago when he was fired? Should we ignore that too? What just recent history? Do we want to ignore what happened in Miami and just blame it on everybody but him? No, no way. I wouldn't uh, not blame him for the things that happened in Miami. I mean, the, the blame definitely has to be spread around. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not solely on him. That would be just ridiculous just to throw it all on, on the guy. I mean, this is this whole entire thing is just is horrible. But hopefully, I don't know, maybe by chance, this thing works out. Who the hell knows? Hopefully it does. Hopefully he does get paired up with a GM that he can work eye to eye. And I think the guy already has it all figured out. Who are they going to get? I think the organization knows. My biggest thing is that that certain individual probably that agreed in principle, but they can't hire him. They have to go through the whole entire Rooney rule, the whole entire process. They have to just lay it all out, and then and then make it official, I'm pretty sure. But if we do get Joe Douglas, that's an enormous upgrade. This is everything that we wanted. It's, yeah, but, we, yeah, but dude, listen, uh, listen yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not arguing that it's an enormous upgrade. You know how much more of an upgrade it would have been if you hired him in January and you gave him $100 exactly. million number three pick in the draft. That would be a much more of an upgrade than wasting it. We don't know. Listen, if everybody doubts what McCadden can do, and the biggest thing about with him was his indecisiveness, which means during the draft they were pissed off, which means, hey, you know what? If you have Joe Douglas there during the draft, can we trade down from three and get the resources we need, maybe get the center we need? Do you know how many freaking things could be different with a general manager in place in January instead of now when you have $100 million in number three pick in the draft? When you only know you, man. general manager on the hot seat because he's too indecisive and he's, in, he's incompetent. We knew this, but the biggest problem is the Jets' ownership has no goddamn clue. So now it takes yeah. you to go through another offseason of this, wasting all these premium resources that we're going to pray all work out, and, and now move on. Okay, now, now we're cool. Let's do it now. It's amateur hour, man. It's stupid. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that uh, Gase might have had something to do with these free agent signings. You know, all, the, they're all these media outlets saying that they we're going to trade Bell, that he didn't like Bell, this and that because of the money. I don't know, man. I don't know how much credence you can can have in that. You know, I mean, everything's okay, bringing okay, you know, why, 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 why? Wait, Dan. But Dan, you wanted paradise, didn't you? You wanted paradise at center, didn't you? I did. So guess who else did? Guess who else did? Adam Gates. Would did we get him? That's from. There's that's why there was a that's lot of turmoil point. within that building. I, obviously, there's an incompetency. A, a whole bunch, uh, starting at the, at the owner. But again, I can't. Exclude the fact that not fact we don't know yet, but I'm pretty sure that there was a plan behind all of this, having a GM possibly already in place taking over after, after the draft. I mean, like I said, it, it did happen before. Yes, you're right. Andy Reid was part of it, but I mean, Joe Douglas comes from. I mean, he he has a great what resume. I mean, all the years that he had under Ozzie Newsom. Yeah, but what? But what? He has what, to what, take what, the job. That's 100 percent without a doubt. 
Yeah, but what Joe Douglas are we getting, though? Because, again, are we getting Joe Douglas that's being allowed to, you know, scout the players, make the picks, and do everything? All the resume that we're talking about that he had with the Ravens, we're talking about, yeah, with the Eagles, all that stuff. What Joe Douglas are we getting? Are we getting the Joe Douglas that just reports to Gaze and does whatever Gaze tells him to do? Because that's what it seems like you're going to get. He wouldn't take the job, then. He wouldn't take the job, Joe. He wouldn't take the job. No way. Well, again, well, he's not signed now. <laughs> so I, I haven't seen him. He's not signed now. I'm not. Look, no, I, it can't be that quick, Joe. I'm not. Dude, listen, I'm not saying that Joe Douglas is not going to come here. I'm just asking you what kind of guy, like what Joe Douglas are we getting? Because, again, if Adam Gates has the final say and control, because whoever we bring in is going to be a Gates guy. That, that's mm. the period. You guys can try to play it any type of way you want to play no, it. No, and I'm so glad for that. I'm glad for that. He, he, okay. And, and that's fine. But, again, to have a gays guy, it's going to be you do what I tell you to do. So if Adam Gates has a final say like he had in Miami where he was the guy that was saying yes and no on players, then what are we doing here? Because Adam Gates is the one making the decisions. That has to be all ironed out. You know that, Joe. That has to be all ironed out. I wouldn't think that Douglas would yeah, do a, a certain move like this. And because, again, Joe Douglas versus McCagnan, someone who's indecisive versus someone that's on the same page as Gates, like him or not, Gates is one of those, I made up my mind, this is what I'm doing. Not, uh, maybe I might, all right, you know, uh, Oakland's asking for another first round from Mac. Uh, maybe, nah, I want this guy, whatever it takes, boom, pull the trigger. That's what I want. I want a GM coach on the same page. This is what we're, what we're vying for for the longest as Jet fans. A GM and a head coach that's eye to eye and have a plan. This wasn't going to work out, and you guys are 100% right. The John, Johnson, the, both of them, both of them, the, the one Sir Johnson over there in England, he had input as well, and they, they're completely clueless. Somehow, some way, I think they're stumbling onto gold right now because this is how clueless they are. I don't know how, but this is going to work out, in my opinion. Listen. How are we stumbling on the goal when you're keeping the same reporting structure? So now you still you have Gates and Joe Douglas both reporting to owners that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So how is this going to change? That's what they're saying, man. That, that's what they're saying, just uh, probably for a story or whatnot. But if Douglas takes this, he's he, – I'm pretty sure everything's going to be stipulated and ironed out the right way. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm keeping this as half – <laughs> hey man I'm as positive as it can be man I'm just happy man I'm happy yo just give me Joe Douglas and I'm good man water under the bridge baby <laughs> have a good night Dad. thanks for calling it have a great don't don't bring back Terry Broadway now <laughs> have a, uh, you know you know it's funny Joe it's like we, we try to do the show we got to bring on a guest and we're going to with our guest, Joe, attend your questions, though, because we're not going to ask our standard questions. We're going to go right into the heat of this team. But it's like when this first happened, you're like, do we do a show the next day? And I'm like, no, we don't want to do instant reaction because we're going to say all kinds of crazy stuff. We want the dust to settle. Yeah. I'm like, all right, maybe, we, well, maybe we'll wait a couple more days and do it on Friday. I'm like, nope, not enough dust is settling. Dude, I was like chopping at the bit by today. I'm like, I can't take anymore. I can't take no more Manisha's articles. I can't take no more of these leaks. And the other thing, before we go to our guest, the other thing, Joe, is as many leaks as were leaked, because McCagnan obviously got his parting shots into the media. Adam Gase is leaking water like a broken fire hydrant. Like, dude, 
This is, he's playing the media game. He hasn't coached. Like, he's already in, like, self-protect mode, damage control mode, and it's friggin' mm-hmm. many. Like, he's already, yeah. leaking, he's already leaking information to protect himself and build his own excuses for why things aren't the way he wants them. Like, it's – this is just – like, it's so funny how people can't see some of this. They just want to drink the Kool-Aid and be like, oh, this is great. This is exactly what the Jets need. It is? Since when? Adam Gates is our yeah. savior now, the same guy that most of us didn't want to hire in the beginning? So, yeah. so uh, you know, go. And I, I want to I thank Dan for calling in, but, you, yeah, I'm sorry, but you're completely right. Like, it, What's mind-blowing now, though, is that I'm seeing from a lot of media people is that I remember when we first hired him, and, you know, when people brought up his past and the things he did in Miami, it was, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Jets fans are idiots. And remember that? That was like the thing. Jets fans, you don't want Adam Gaze. Jets fans are idiots. That's why I don't want Adam Gaze. And now a lot of those same media people, a lot of those same writers are turning around and bringing up the issues that he had in Miami that they covered up so well, calling him edgy and calling him aggressive. And now they're bringing up his past and saying, hey, look, he's doing some of the same things he did in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> no, no stuff, dude. Like, no stuff. That's the exact same stuff that he was doing. It's just completely ridiculous to watch it happen. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to bring on Mateen Kamit from the San Francisco Jets Club. Who's, he's walking into a complete firestorm right now, so I apologize in advance, but it is what it is. Mateen, how you doing, man? <laughs> hey, uh, how are you? Wow, hey, I got the gloves on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, uh, <laughs> it's actually Kamet. Uh, but I've been called Come worse. In. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Man. I'm so fired. You know what? I apologize because Joe told me that too, and I still screwed up. So I apologize, man. <laughs> That's okay, man. You, you know, like I said, I've been listening, and I totally understand. I didn't be mispronouncing. Look, mispronounce Gates. That's what I want you to mispronounce. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, well, be, well, first off, before we go into the chaos that is the New York Jets. Give us some background on, on the San Francisco out there, what you guys are doing out there. Yeah, um, you know, this is a, this is a great, great, uh, great jet space out, out here. Um, you know, Dean Barbella, man, he started this group uh, in classic, you know, New York style. He's just a guy. He didn't have the, uh, the NFL out-of-market package, and he wanted to see the Jet fan and just looking around trying to figure out where he could see, see the Jets and, you know, like-minded people and, um, and wound up going through this group, uh, like a meetup group, and found a bar um, called the R Bar, where he met up with a couple of other guys. But ironically, the, I think the owner or the bartender at the time was like he was a, a Patriots fan, which, you know, I go go figure. But um, they sort of, you know, connected, and he got together with these other Jet fans, and, and they kind of grew, and then they got a Facebook page, and now, you know, we have – people from basically all over, you know, the land who have spent time in the Bay Area who connect through this um, this, this, this Jets group. It's kind of cool. No, that's definitely awesome, man. And now you're sitting here and you have this awesome group out there in San Francisco, and then you hear the news. Joe, I'm going right off script, man. I don't care. You hear the news that Mike McCagney <laughs> got fired. What is, your, what is your reaction to all this, especially hearing how they're going basically through Adam Gates to hire the next channel manager. Wow, man, you're not playing. You just, you, this is the fire. Um, well, well, for me, you know, hey, my, my daughter uh, is graduating, we just graduated from Mills, Mills College in Oakland. So I was in New York. So I was on a plane. I land, and I go through my phone, and this is what I see. And I'm like, what? 
only the Jets could do this. Like, wait, how is this possible after the draft? Like, wait, I just don't understand. So just, I literally had to, I didn't go to baggage claim. I just sat down for like about 10 minutes and just had to just go, wait, you know, I had to gather myself before I actually saw my family. Yeah, Mateen, and listen, man, I want to welcome you to the show. You know, we've definitely talked before, and we have some good times watching the team. And, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now, but I, I just want to get right into it with you with the team. When you look at this situation, are you concerned that the presence of Adam Gaze, you know, just his character could push away a lot of top-tier GM candidates? Well, I tell you, man, um, so, so first, let me, with full dis, uh, disclosure, uh, I am not a Gates fan. Um, you know, I'm not in any way, shape, or form. I wasn't for this, this hire. I still quite don't understand, even though, you know, he is seen as a, uh, a offensive guru. But I go back to even when he had Peyton and he did all those things, he got smashed in the Super Bowl. Yep. And, and and didn't there wasn't any great correction? He didn't show me. I mean, you know, he's what? Look, I think Gase is a is a smart guy. Um, he clearly is. Uh, you know, he knows his X's and O's, and and he's worked his way up the uh, ladder. But I think he also is incredibly arrogant. He comes off that way in some of his interviews and how he's kind of gone with um, what he did in Miami. He jettisoned players left and right, anybody who, you know, it's my way or the highway. And the truth yep. is that when you are, um, are a coach, and, and, and I actually, I've I, I played football at every level, including college. I played Division Two at SF State. And, and at not like that makes me, you know, any, any authority, but at least I'm just saying I played the game, I understand co- uh, coaches, and you gotta you gotta be able to lead men. These these dudes are are the top of the top. And you know it's like you gotta it's like the army. You gotta you have to have a guy that's gonna get the troops to go up the hill, even though the machine guns got you pinned down. That's what football is. And I don't think Gates is a guy that gets people to go up that hill. Like there's gonna be guys that be like, screw you, I'm not going up the hill. You go up the hill. When have you ever gone up a hill, Gates? Show me that you can do it, and then I'll follow you. You know, he just doesn't. I don't think he's a guy that is going to um, to ra- rally the troops. So I'm I'm really worried about that. And um, now that we got him, I was like, well, you know, I I, I don't want to root against my my team. Let me just kind of see how this is going to unfold. Um, Especially since since we got Greg Williams, I'm I'm a, I'm an ex cornerback, so I'm all about the defense, and and I'm a fat Rex man, so let me let me just say yeah. say that as well. And um, so I said, let me you know they 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 might have a chance, you know, if he can do some things for Darnold. But um, but once he starts the Game of Thrones, and it becomes you know all Shakespearean and Macbethian and. And, and you can see, like, his handprint on, like, how he's going to engage. Literally, let me, let me say, say this, Joe. The, one of the things he did was throw a, tant- a, a tantrum, which is how this whole thing blew up. In the draft room, he picked his yep. chair up and moved yep. it outside, I mean, outside of the, the view of, of the, you know, the, uh, of the screen. And he was sitting next to, um, to Christopher Johnson. So he was visibly up, upset, 
and and I don't know like in what profession that's cool. He basically, you know, threw a fit, and then afterwards it was so evident to Christopher Johnson that look, this is going to be a problem. And then he decided to do something about it. I don't think that that was the, the way to go about it. I don't think that was the right thing to do. But the way that he did it is really more of, and and, and I and, and as everyone has said, there's no real love loss for McCagney getting canned, right? But nope. I, this is not this is not the way to go about it. And and what we have now is a petulant 11 year old as a coach. I got a problem. With and, that. and we're the laughing stock of the whole it, NFL. And and it's and it goes a little further than that because now not the head coach is acting like a complete imbecile in the draft room. He's now alienated three players on his team: Jonathan Harrison, Le'Veon Bell, and C.J. Mosley. He's pissed them all off. Yep. Because now it's one thing yeah, to say, you know, Jonathan Harrison's our starter until you tell the whole world that you wanted Matt Paradise. Then the other thing he says, your star running back that your owner wanted and your former general manager wanted, you're saying you basically didn't want, so you don't want to pay that much for him. And then C.J. Mosley, you said you wanted him, not that price. So basically, you, you, you pissed off three players that are at three crucial positions, actually, which, I mean, we'll start with Bell. I mean, how much – to me personally, I think this is going to fuel Bell to probably play better than he ever had and then probably ask for a trade next year. But do you think – are you any <laughs> concerned about how he's pissed off the players now with, this, with his words? Wow, that that that's a real that's a real um solid point. Um let me let me say this. First let's talk about let's let's talk about the center. Let's talk about that first. The first thing is that everybody is talking about Matt Paradise, Matt Paradise, Matt Paradise. And granted and then so there were two guys, really. There was Matt Paradise and Mitch Moore. All right, those were the two legitimate centers that were on the market. The thing with Mitch Moore is that the dude has been concussed, I think, two or three times. So he's like one head injury away from being out of the league. I don't think you get that guy. I, that's that's a risk. It's a, you could go, you could go with them, but you know, you got to put an asterisk there. Matt Paradise, at the same time, I think you could have brought him in. I don't know what the numbers were, but here's a guy who, at the time of free agency, was still not able to run. People don't talk about, about that. Like, what is Matt Paradise's health? It was, it was significant enough for Denver to question it. And he's been out the entire year, and he's 30 years old. So he might be the answer, but he might not be. So what I've got a problem with is, one, not having a contingency plan as center by getting Wisniewski or somebody just get a guy in who's a veteran. And then, two, making sure no matter what, that by round three, or you have to find a way to get up to round two to get uh, 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 Bradbury, Eric McCoy, or um, I forget the third guy who was, who was one of the main uh, draft picks, to get one of those guys um, to make sure that you have somebody who's talented who could potentially start. I think if you've got to mm-hmm. trade both threes to get into the second round, do what you've got to do to make sure that you get one of those three guys. That I have a huge pro- uh, problem with. As far as Bell, if I was Bell, man, I'd be, you know, I'd give the money back and be like, get me out of here. <laughs> you know? like, look, look just, hey, hey, here, you know, you just gave me $12 million. I'll give you 10 of it back and, like, just let me out of my contract, please. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right, man. I think this, you know, Bell's a guy who is going to be really motivated and it might turn out to be a blessing in disguise. Um 
you know, if Gates has any sense, he'll really learn, you know, he'll, he'll feed him. He's got to do some serious damage to control. I think with the, the, the leaks that you, you mentioned, you know, that means that there's all these people who don't like Gates either who are in the Bill building. And I, I bet dollars to donuts Greg Williams is part of that, and this is a coup because he knows that if Gates gets canned, he's going to be the coach. So I think this is like this is rife with just this, this is like the capital of dysfunction. And I read a, a article by Peter King, and you know he was saying, well, you know this is basically the Jets have created this on their own, so we're getting yeah. what we deserve right now, you know. And that just is yeah. sad because we really had and have an opportunity for the first time in a long time. We got a quarterback. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. we got a QB, a real dude, you know, like, yeah. like fix the offensive line and, 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 and let's, let's run. Let's, let's just go with it. Like, don't yeah. mess this yeah. up. It's like, you know, like messing up a turkey sandwich. How are you going to do that? You got turkey, you got cheese, you got bread. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I, I hear you, Mateen. You're absolutely spitting fire right now. And just staying on some of the personnel moves that, that we've talked about, just with Adam Gaze now at the helm, he's trading guys away, traded Lee. We're seeing, you know, he got rid of Leggett. What are your thoughts about some of the guys he's brought in, the punter? And what are your thoughts about some of the other moves he's made, like I said, the trade and the cut? Well, I mean, this is his M.O., um, you know, Tyson was talking earlier, like, this is kind of what he does. He, he's a guy who traded a pro, traded a pro bowl wide receiver in Landry and traded yep. um, a, a Jai, who was a thousand yard running back. Like these guys. Yep. So, I mean, he, this is what he does. If you don't, if he doesn't dig, you know, you for whatever re, re, reason, he's going to jettison you. So um, I think trading Lee for a six, six I mean, Lee, what, whatever you want to say, Lee has been improving. So trading a guy like that for a six-round pick, and, you know, whereas Mac wanted a fifth or better, I don't blame Mac for not just giving him away. He could be used. He could be in special packages. He could be he, – supposedly he had bulked up a little bit. Let, let's get the camp and see what he's got. Let's see. He was a first-round pick, so he is talented. The question is, you know, like, like what's his heart about? Is he going to be able to compete? You know, also, he's going to be in the same, you know, uh, uh, linebacker room with C.J. Mosley. Maybe that rubs off on him a little bit. I mean, he's not, like, horrible, like garbage, garbage, at least not in my, my opinion. He just wasn't that good. And, he, and he's really too small for that, that inside linebacker role, so he got trucked a few times. But um, in past coverage, he's, he was pretty good. And at least he improved. Um, as far as getting rid of Leggett, you know, meh. I mean, I, 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 again, you give up on a guy two years in. He had one bad, bad year where he was injured, and one, one year, that's really kind of Gase trying to get rid of Max Picks. That's what that's about. And bringing in a, a mediocre punter, you know, and, and, and a guy named Deontay Buchanan who's like a, you know, a, I don't know what he is. Like, you know, like what is he doing? Like how, how are these picks – and, you know, free agency moves any different than anything that McCagney was doing. I really think that this is about him showing that he's in control and that he's just going to, while he has the reins, he's going to go crazy and if somebody doesn't rein him in, 
we're going to do something really foolish in the next two weeks before we get, you know, Joe well, well, Douglas or whomever. That's exactly what it was. His his training at Darren Lee was, was him flexing his muscles, saying there's a new sheriff in town. That was his blatant. Right. He was like, listen, I'm in control. My way or the highway. Here's day one. I'm making the move to open everybody's eyes. That's something Bill Parcells would do. This is like we've seen this before, but um, unlike other people that do this, he doesn't have a resume to do it. But before, I mean, right. first of all, thank you for all your tremendous insight, man, because you dropped some serious knowledge in here. And give out what is the best way for everybody to follow you guys in San Francisco? The best best way to follow us uh, is the uh, face, Facebook page. It's the uh, um, the San Fran New York Jet fan um, face, Facebook page. That's that's the best. The best. It's um, um, hold on, I, and I'm trying to get the exact page site. Uh, I, I'm on it so much, and I, I just never think about you know what the freak it is. Uh, do, 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 do. It's the New York Jets fans in San Francisco, San Francisco. Excuse me. That's the official, you know, page that we have, and we really go hard in there. Everybody is. We are, you know, everybody has an, an opinion, and uh, so it's pretty smart people in there. So, um, so for any Bay Area cats, definitely join that place. Um, and the, uh, I also go to um, to a bar. When I'm here um, on the East Bay, it's called the Grand Oaks Bar, and it's over on Lake Lakeshore. So if you're on in the East Bay and you can't get to the rec room uh, in uh, in San Fran, which is where the group actually meets, which is on California and Hyde in San Fran, if you can't get there and you're stuck on the East Bay, go to the Grand Oaks. In fact, Joe, that's where me and you met over yep. at the uh, the Grand yep. Oaks Bar, right? Yes, sir. That's exactly where we used to sit down and have a blast, man, every Sunday. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, so so there is a strong contingent here in the Bay representing, man, you know, the Jets. And, you know, I mean, you know, we're we're bonded by, by green. You know that. I mean, you could pick a Jets fan out anywhere. You know, we just have that, yeah. that, that, we have that fire and that sorrow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, I can hear that. <laughs> Well, well, first of all, thank, well, thank, well, thank you for calling in. Thank you for sharing all your information. And call in again, man. We'll talk some football with you. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I'm always willing to talk Jets, and you guys are, you guys are great, man. So appreciate the, uh, the offer, and I'll take you up on it. Absolutely. Have a great night, man. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
All right, Joe, we're going to keep going to the phones, and we'll cover topics as we talk to the callers, but we did touch on the Darren Lee thing, so we'll go in that real quick. And I'm not surprised yeah. the move was made. And like I said, that was more of a, a statement from Gabe, saying, listen, this deal should have been done during the draft. We all speculated yeah. it. And it was him flexing his muscles, like, hey, new sheriff in town, this is my deal, you're out of here, Leggett's out of here. I mean, this is – to me, I'm not surprised by any of this. It doesn't bother me. Like, like you know, now there's a thing, oh, you know, they shouldn't have did this. Listen, Lee should have been gone during the draft. I wish we would have gotten compensation this year for him. You know, like, Jordan yeah. Leggett, maybe you could have gotten something for him, maybe not a sixth-round pick or maybe not. I don't know. But none of these moves actually bother me. The, it's just – I'm not surprised. Like, this is him just kind of flexing his muscles now. Yeah, and I mean, and I want to thank uh, Mateen for coming on. Phenomenal guy. Everybody, I'm telling you, San Francisco Jets Club, get over there. Grand Oaks was a blast with him. Uh, I, we're definitely going to be talking to him in the future. But you look at the situation with Darren Lee and him trading. This is one of the reasons why I said, you know, I don't think that we should get rid of him. Because, again, I didn't think that we would get much for him, and you really didn't get anything for him compared to the fact that he's a first-round pick. We end up being a six-rounder. At best, you know, again, a six-round pick, those guys are – clearly a role on the dice. I think at least Lee could have been a solid backup. He could have been a guy that you can bring in to have linebacker depth. He also could have been a guy you put on special teams. Getting a six-round pick back for him, I don't think you did yourself any real good. I really, really don't. I think he would have been better suited staying on the team. So at least we could see, you know, maybe his value gets higher as he continues to play. Maybe he steps up this season. I'm not saying that he would have been better than Mosley. I don't think that would have necessarily happened, but maybe he improved so much that maybe a stock goes up and we could get more for him than what we got. Um, so I would have liked to see that happen, but like you said, and <laughs> like I warned everybody, crazy gays, if he wants you gone, you're gone, and uh, he's gone because it was like, look, I'm flexing my muscle and I'm getting you up out of here. But it is what it is, and he got him up out of there. Leggett was a guy that I didn't think we would get anything for. I honestly didn't think he was going to survive cuts at all, um, especially with uh, Wesco being brought in here and drafted. I didn't think that he would beat out Herndon at all. I didn't think he was even going to come close to that. Wesco is on the roster. He just got drafted this year, and I think Tomlinson would have put him directly out of his misery. So him getting cut, it is what it is. He just wasn't going to get the job done here. Yeah, the, o- the only thing with Lee, and you touched on it, was I, mean, I was hoping to get draft compensation this year. Now, like a six-round mm-hmm. pick next year, especially after you see Ruben Foster get hurt, it's like, you know what? Do you yeah. keep Darren Lee till training camp? To the beginning of training camp, let's just make sure that yep. Avery Williamson and C.J. Mosley stay healthy until training camp. So we have that almost yeah. very cheap insurance, and if they are, everything's good, then trade them in. Like, there's, no, there's no rush now. Yeah. That six-round pick ain't doing no. nothing now. So, you know, like, <laughs> so I mean, seriously, it, 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 look, it looks great. Like you walk around like, oh, oh we got rid of Darren God. Lee. It's so cool. But you look at it, it's like, you know what? You could have maybe kept until training camp because there's no rush. I mean, there's no difference yeah. now, and if everybody stays healthy, everything's cool. Trade them, then move on. Like it's like well, you I know, don't care the way. Tyson, I'm not losing sleep. I'm not losing sleep over it, but it, it's just <laughs> it's whatever. Well, you know, he's decisive, man. Isn't that what everybody says about yeah. him now? He's very decisive. Mm-hmm. He, decisive. If he wants it done, he gets it done. Stuff you know, he, you, <laughs> he wants it done. He gets you done now. So hey, you know that's an Adam Gaze type of move, and he got the job done. Yep. No, it's it. So we'll go to calls. We're going to go to Brandon, Oklahoma. Brandon, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, you, <laughs> how do you think, man? <laughs> we're, just, uh, we're, having, we're having a blast. <laughs> you guys are firing away. Man, I've been uh, – I agree with a lot of what uh, Huston said. Just where to begin. 
um, ownership, McCagnan, Adam Gase. Oh, man. Um, so, touching off of the last subject about Darren Lee, I think it is important. It was it should have been a priority to trade him in the draft. And the last time I called in, I mentioned that, you know, we should have traded him and see what we could get. And you guys make a valid point. Keep him because potentially his draft stock could increase because Ruben Foster got hurt, right? So how do we kept him? You know, a team could have been willing to trade more than a six-round pick. When I think of a six-round pick, that's peanuts. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's nothing. So keep him Darren Lee and keep him in certain packages and see what he can do during the season before the trade deadline kicks in. Maybe he could have, you know, increased his value. Not saying we would have got like a second or third round pick or anything like that. Maybe a fourth or a fifth, you know. So it would have been nice if we would have kept him because, you know, we still have plenty of cap space available. And I think his cap hit was like $1.8 million. So we could, we could have easily still yep. absorbed that amount. And it just – it stinks because, you know, I felt like, okay, we missed out on the draft. You know, we couldn't trade him. Keep him, it only makes sense, but Gase, you know, is supposedly, you know, making these type of uh, moves and everything, and some of them I don't really agree with. Um, you know, the fact that he didn't like the Le'Veon Bell signing because they gave him too much money, or C.J. Mosley. I even seen on Twitter where people were talking about Adam Gase was mad that we overpaid for C.J. Mosley. The thing that I know about the Jets, you know, the last couple of seasons, and I'm sure all Jets fans would agree, what are we lacking? Talent. Jamal Adams, you know, said it clear. We need more talent on the team. So yep. if we have to overpay for a little bit, I'm totally okay with it. Le'Veon Bell is still a great, you know, a great competitor. And C.J. Mosley from the Ravens, you know, he has been one of their best players on that defense, you know. So I think, you know, having, you know, Le'Veon Bell, it's going to help. But, you know, like um, the last call I mentioned, you know, with, you know, or I think it was the one before, where with him, with Bell, you know, is he going to fit in Adam Gase's de- uh, offense, you know? And we were looking at, you know, the Falcons, you know, running back at the time, what was his name, Devontae Freeman, I believe, or no, Tevin, Tevin Coleman. But Tevin, Tevin so, Coleman. Yep. Tevin Coleman, yeah. yeah. So, so the fact that we got rid of our general manager all of a sudden doesn't look good on us because, you know, I think the guy from Philly would be a good fit, like you guys touched on it earlier. I think he would be a great fit. But, you know, what would he be doing? Would he just be like a yes man to Adam Gase? Or would he report to ownership? Like, what would his role be? And I even saw one article on Twitter saying that Peyton Manning, we could pursue him. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Oh, Jesus but, Christ. Yep. But I think, yeah. I think the guy from Philly would be, you know, pretty good because he spent, you know, I think uh, 15 years with Baltimore from 2000 to 2015. And you look at the Ravens then, you know, the guys that they drafted, Ed Reed, all those guys, and, you know, he played an integral part of that. And you had Ozzie Newsom to learn from, you know, who's, in my opinion at the time, one of the best general managers, you know, in the you know entire league at the time. So, I don't know. I just, you know, this season, you know, I was looking forward to it because I'm thinking, okay, maybe McCagnan and then Gase are going to be on the same page. We shall see, but that's not the case. Um you guys touched on earlier, um, you know, earlier in the conversation where if Gase is going to have the power, why couldn't we make this push to give it to Mike McCarthy, which I would have been totally okay with that if we would have given it to McCarthy. Obviously, I trust McCarthy to develop Sam Darnold more so than I do Gase. That's just my honest opinion. 
That's how I feel yep. about the situation because, you know, he's worked with quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, two of the best quarterbacks, you know, in recent memory. You know, yeah, but see, so but see, but listen, I, I agree with you, but I think the whole the whole problem with all this is like McCarthy, it could have been Matt Rule, it could have been Monken, whoever it is. The problem with all this is the decision, the process itself, the decision making from the front office, primarily New York Jets ownership. That's that's yep. I walk away with all, all this is ownership. Like, this listen, is the damage is done now. We, we fired McCagney, which should have been done. My problem is the person making the ultimate final decision now is Chris Johnson. And now the people right. hiring the, the next GM are Chris Johnson, Adam Gase, and their legal counsel. So two of the three aren't involved in football. So what does that tell you? Two of the three people that, making uh, a decision on your next general manager are not involved in football. So yeah, what they're going to do is they could, get, they, could, they could get fooled by a good interview, too, just like Chris Johnson was. So that, this, that, so it's like – I, yeah, I just Joe. literally sorry. think that that means uh, – yeah, you're bringing up a great point, Tyson. I'm sorry, and I, I want to thank the caller for calling in. You're giving him great takes as well. But, listen, I, everything that you just said literally leans to just Adam Gaze is the man making the decision. <laughs> Two yep. out of the three are involved. Pretty much. In I mean, that's how well, it is. is. <laughs> I warned y'all about this dude. Like he is going to be the guy making the decision. Adam Gaze is going to bring one of his guys in, and that's where the rumors from Peyton Manning has come from. If we get in Peyton Manning, listen, Peyton was a great QB. He has no oh, yeah, general absolutely. manager experience at all. But again, if you listen to some of the things that Chris has said, where he you doesn't necessarily want to talent. Yeah. No, you know, Joe. Hold on, a second, Joe. I got an idea. Peyton, oh, hiring Peyton Manning would be a really Peyton, hiring Peyton Manning would be a really good idea. Because maybe they can improve concessions at MetLife. Food is completely oh, overpriced. Bring all the prices down and bring in some lousy pizza and completely change the experience. There you no, go. No, they're not bringing the prices. <laughs> they're not bringing the prices down. They're going to overcharge you for that nonsense. Too. Peyton Manning. <laughs> the prices are probably going to go up idea. higher. Because now we're going to have Peyton Manning. My God. $20 oh, for a slice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but if you have – you have a Peyton Manning guy that comes in and has no general manager experience, but if you listen to some of the things that Chris Johnson has said where he doesn't necessarily want a talent evaluation guy, that's not the high on his list, a strategic mind, it leads you to think, well, what kind of guy do you want to have in here then? Because if, if you don't want a talent evaluator, if you don't want a guy that, that knows the draft and knows all this stuff, then what do you want? And so it starts to lead that maybe the GM candidate is someone else. You know, it's just – it's really weird. I just want to see them hire the right guy. But, again, I think that Gaze is going to be the guy pulling the trigger. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, with Gaze, you know, we just have to have the right, you know, GM. And if we do miss out on the guy from Philly, Joe Douglas, and if we don't get Peyton Manning, if we don't get the next guy, you know, who – Wait, 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 hold, Brent, hold on, hold on. Brent, hold on, hold on. Peyton Manning is not even a contender. He's not even a candidate. He shouldn't even be on our list. Let's just take him out of our vocabulary. <laughs> If, no, he's no, even cons- like if he's even brought in for an interview, <laughs> I'm burning down Florham Park myself. Because there's no way he should be even considered for an interview. Let, let's not bring this to no, no. town. Like we don't, we have, we have a. a that would be the biggest. That'd be the most jet-like, jettiest thing we've ever done in our life. To bring in Peyton Manning as general manager. Terrible. Right, yeah. right, right. Sorry. Yeah, hopefully we'll get the guy from yeah. Philly, though. Um, you know, if if not, I don't know who the next person that we'd be. I mean, there's other talks out there. But as Jets fans, we just want to be, you know, we want to be relevant. We want to have success. And it's things that, you know, every so few years we just have this struggle. You know, you know, you guys mentioned earlier, you know, teams, you know, that are successful, that win Super Bowl, 
there's no drama, there's no controversy, you know. You look at teams nope. like, you know, the Steelers, the Packers, the Ravens, you know, what do they do well in? You know, they draft well, you know, they play free agency really smart and everything like that. You know, we could even throw the Seahawks in there too. You know, Pete Carroll's done a great job as well. And it's like, you know, us Jets fans, we want that success because honestly, when we hired Gaze, honestly, and this is just me being real, my confidence in him wasn't really great because he didn't have a winning record in Miami. And I understand, nope. you know, he worked with Ryan Tannehill and, you know, obviously he was a nope. bust, but it's just like, you know, it's like, okay, I, it's kind of, it just doesn't make any He's sense. He's been to here. Me. How I'd many have months? Look at the chaos. He's been here how many months? And we already have chaos. <laughs> it's how many months? <laughs> we haven't even stopped the friggin' football yet. Oh, How many man. other teams yeah. have this kind of dysfunction in three months, four months? Yeah, right. I, yeah, it's crazy. The only other teams I can think of back then would have been the Browns or even the Raiders, you know, when they were losing all those seasons, you know, way back yep. then. But uh, hopefully we'll – Or the Dolphins we'll, you know, were out of games. Around. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Joe, don't, don't, don't spit facts, Joe. Don't spit facts. It pisses people oh, off. They get yeah, upset. Stay away from that. We got, we got to drink the Kool Aid. We got to drink the Kool Aid, man. This is what's supposed to happen. This right. is what good organizations do because the Chiefs did it. This is what good organizations do. Don't, we, we don't, right, we, don't right. bring facts into this, Joe. Don't do that. I will say nothing else. I will embrace the hire. I'll embrace the hire. <laughs> Brandon, thank you for calling in, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. You guys have a great night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You too. Thank right. you. I, I feel bad, Joe, because he comes in so nice and friendly. <laughs> And it's like he's walking oh, into he's a real. goddamn hornet's nest. Cause I don't, like, I'm, I didn't drink the Kool Aid. I'm not embracing anything. I'm not, I'm not buying nobody's stories. I'm not, like, but that's the cool thing about being like just a fan. Like, I'm not like a self-proclaimed expert. I'm just a fan. So I don't have to believe everybody else. I don't have to be dictated what to say or do or whatever else. Or if somebody says something on Twitter, I don't have to like re- reciprocate it and recite it like it's like a Bible. I can just say what I honestly yeah. believe. And this is a yeah. joke. Yeah. This is handled so poorly, and the. There are red flags all over the place, and it's like the few people that actually like the gay tire that had some kind of like, you know, kind of like hesitancy, like they're kind of worried about it, and now it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Make them general. Give them, give them personnel, say. Let them hire a new general manager. Like there are so many friggin' red flags. It's insane, and now you alienated some <laughs> players. The me- you had the media divided. It's just – so there is so much pressure, so much pressure on this team to start out well. This team, yes, can they start out one and three or two and four? Adam Gates will get oh. one out of town. Or yeah, Le'Veon yeah. Bell doesn't play well. This, this is this is so curious to see. Le'Veon Bell starts yeah. out slow, 
and the media is going to ask questions to Adam Gase. You didn't want him. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You didn't want him. Like there are so many built-in stories and excuses and so much pressure to perform well early on. Good luck, dude. Good luck. And if you and if you go back to the show when we first hired him, I said those exact things. If you do not start off well with Adam Gaze, if we do not start off and we do not start winning, and we say we're one and four or zero oh and four or zero oh and five, you will see <laughs> absolute craziness. He will fracture this locker. He'll find a way. He'll fracture the locker room. He's fracturing he'll say now. Things, he'll come out and do things. Yeah, he'll he'll say things. He'll come out and do things. And the media, unlike the media in Miami, he got away with a lot of stuff, not answering questions, telling reporters he's not going to. They will not deal with that here. They will eat him alive, and that's why I did not want him to be hired. That's why I warned y'all about Adam Gaze. I warned y'all, but I want to thank the last caller for calling in. Like you said, he he was great. He just walked in to a just a, a just a pit of fire, man. Because just it's it's just you know it's ridiculous. It's honestly ridiculous what's going on here. And then the fact that he just sat up there and just lied as well. I think that's the craziest thing. I don't know dude, what we learned, dude. It pisses you learned, me like, off. Like, like, what are you talking about? You, just you about, know man? now. They're as all true. As, dude, as a fan, because all we are is fans, by no means experts, that's everybody else on Twitter, it's we know now that you can't believe the owner and you can't believe the head coach. Mm-hmm. They both will lie to mm-hmm. your face and get arrogant about it. They'll, they'll, he actually yep. cursed and got mad. Oh, this is ridiculous. That's so stupid. I Dude, you're a fraud. You're both fraud. Well, no, I'm sorry. Chris Johnson's not a fraud. He's just clueless. And Adam Gase is a fraud, man. He's just, he, and it's so funny because, like, everybody wants to give him the benefit of the doubt. Usually you earn that. You earn the benefit of the doubt. Bill Parcells wants to be a prick. Yep. You know what? You've earned that. Bill Belichick, look at exactly. football. Guess what he does? He wins Super Bowls. John Harbaugh, prick. He wins games. All these guys have their resumes. You earn the right to be a jackass. You can't just do that mm-hmm. with no with no resume, other than being you know Peyton yeah. Manning's bitch. I mean that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he's always, but he's always been like that. Adam has always been unbelievably so, arrogant. He's I always. Did, I told y'all. I, 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 I Go ahead. If it looks like a skunk, what do you have, Joe? <laughs> you got a skunk, man. Well, that's what we got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. I, like you said, would it, and, I, and I, I asked the same question earlier. What has Adam Gaze done to earn this type of this type of power that he has here? He's two games under five hundred historically, and that's his record. I mean, he, he did nothing with the Dolphins. He set off a nuclear bomb there every year. three years. He pretty much destroyed that franchise, and he comes here a week after getting fired there. And you just give him power over here like nothing happened. He's never done anything. It's he hit the jackpot. It is what it is. He hit the jackpot. He hit the jackpot. He walked in and said, "Wow, this owner doesn't know damn thing about football." And that general manager is soft as a marshmallow. He is so scared of his shadow, he can't get out of his own way. I'll be running this team in four months. Lo and behold, four months later, he now runs the Jets. (laughs) Boom. New York Jets pushover franchise, bunch of clowns. It was so. Let's go. It was that easy, Mister NY. Yeah, it was that easy. That easy. He saw a weak, desperate organization. And he just took it over. So let's go to Mr. Oh. J, NYSF Magazine. What's up, man? Oh, my God. You guys are so on point tonight. I have never been more in tune with what you guys are saying in a show in the history of my life. But I'm going to point out an aspect of this clownery that nobody's pointed out yet. I was going to tweet this out a couple of days ago, and I was like, no, I'm going to save this fire 
for Talk Jets Radio because it'll be so much more fun to just bring it up on the spot and let them have, you know, we'll have, we'll have some fun with it afterwards. Guys, this is so much worse than what you guys are even saying. Let me take it a step further, okay? Because the way that we went about this offseason, um, it's not just a matter of, you know, keeping Mac around and, and him hiring the coach and all that stuff. Dude, why didn't Matt Rule get the job here? You, yeah. Joe, I'll ask you that. Why didn't Matt Rule get the job? No, like, like what, what was the reason why he didn't get the job? Do you remember? Uh, the reason why, because he didn't want uh, coaches to be hired for him. So he didn't want right, to, right, okay. I remember, nope. Adam Gaze was supposed to be an offensive coordinator, and they were going to pick Greg Williams to be his defensive coordinator, I remember. Exactly. So, so now let's, let's think about how the Jets go about their business, okay? The Jets yep. were so intent on – they had already decided who their assistant coaches were going to be, that they hired a yep. head coach based upon who their assistant coaches were going to be, and, and in turn, they hired a head coach that would, take, that would accept that nonsense and accept Greg Go ahead, Williams, man. who then got mm-hmm. the GM fired, okay? So, so it, was, it, it was a complete reversal of the way that you go about things. They had an assistant coaching staff in mind before they had a coaching staff in mind before they had a general manager in mind. They allowed the general manager to stay around and hire a head coach because they were so intent on having Greg Williams as their defensive coordinator. That's what, yep. that's what steered their $120 million they spent and their draft and keeping Mike McCagney around because they needed Greg Williams to be their defensive coordinator. That's the insanity of New York Jets, right? It's insane. I've never heard of it is, it's like they're redefining ass backwards. They're creating their own book. Like ass backwards is redefined by the New York Jets. And then they, and the best Bro, thing is wonder, there's, people, act, there's people actually trying sky. to justify it. No, it's, it's, it's insane. I can't read it on Twitter anymore. These people are insane. I don't care what your feelings were on Mike McCagnin. You would think Mike McCagnin was a bum, great, for whatever. Then he should have been fired in January. You thought Mike McCagnin was great like, like uh, primetime does? Great. Well, you know, that's an argument for another day. But no Jet fan should be happy about the way this went down. This is buffoonery. This is insanity. And, and it's like, dude, I'm telling you right now, just like you guys just brought up a second ago, if the Jets, God forbid, lose their first two games at home to Cleveland and Buffalo and they're 0-2, dude, this media hates Adam Gase. Connor Rogers, I got Connor Hughes, I mean, uh, Manish Mehta, they hate him because he leaked the story to the uh, national media of, of this, you know, View that was going on underneath the noses of the beat reporters that they were unaware of, and he was, and they were lying to the beat reporters about it, and got the beat reporters to say that it wasn't happening. It, they made the beat reporters look ridiculous, and you wonder why Manish is now tweeting every day, just crushing him. They haven't even lost a game yet, dude. You know how bad it's going to be if they get to 0-2 and, and they lose on Monday Night Football to the Browns and 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 get clowned on national TV, dude. There is going to be a mutiny in this locker room. And Sam Darnold's two years now into his five-year rookie deal. If you reset yep. again and fire Adam after this year, you wasted his rookie contract and probably screwed him up for good. Yep. And that's why I'm so angry. Dude, this is insane. And if you're happy about this, you're insane. I, I'm sick of seeing the tweets. The entire thing is insane. And it, and it turned me from being like, dude, you guys know, one of the most optimistic Jets fans all offseason, I was loving it, to being just this bitter, angry, billboard-placing clown. I can't take this team, dude. They drive me insane. Really. It's, it's insanity. Dude, I, and it's, listen, it's ownership, I, I'm in the same. I'm in the same. ownership. And, dude, I hate it. I really do. I, I, what's gone on this past week is disaster at its finest. And it's just like, I, I, dude, Chris Johnson, Woody Johnson, same freaking person. 
you know, the whole thing. They got a lawyer involved hiring the GM, a freaking the lawyer? What? What? what, what? Are you kidding me? The lawyer and Chris Johnson and Adam Gates are hiring our next GM? That's our trifecta? Neil but see, Jay, but here's, here's my question. Involved? I mean, but see, but my question is this, though. It's like now my fear is – Listen, Joe Douglas, his resume is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like you couldn't ask for better yeah. in terms of who he's worked with, what yeah. he's done, what he's accomplished. But now the biggest question is, is he going to be a yes man or is he going to be an organization first guy that tells Adam Gase to screw off when he has to? And that's my question. Dude, like, I'll take listen, that everybody could everybody could say these guys are friends, they talk, they email, whatever else, but when push comes to shove, does this guy want to take a job where you have a hot headed head coach that throws a, a, a pissy fit if you get the guy he wants? Dude, I hope that we get into the situation where Joe Douglas is that guy because I'm going to tell you what. If it's not Joe Douglas, right, if they don't hire Joe Douglas, who's basically, as far as I'm concerned, the only person uh, out there that I, I think is worthy of this job and, and can make an actual difference of the available candidates that I've heard of. Now, the thing is this, man. If they lose out on – if they don't get Joe Douglas, dude, you know what? I'm serious. This is maybe my hot take of the night. Dude, don't hire a GM. Just let Adam Gates be the GM this year. Don't sign off on any deal outside of this year. Let him sink or swim and fire his ass after the year and start all over. Because I don't even want to bring some, some second-tier GM clown like John Idzik because he has to be saddled with Adam Gates in this bizarre situation, dude. What, that's a dog and pony show. Adam Gates is the GM anyway, so just let Adam Gates be the GM for this year and don't let him make any, any deals that are, you know, long-term. The money's already spent. So, I mean, you know, what, what other damage could he do? Don't sign off on trades. Yeah, you want to, you want to, and I'll, dude, you're bringing the fire right now, and I want to thank you for calling in. But the, the reason why I'm laughing is because what I don't think people understand, I'm going to give you guys a, a dark look at the future of why I didn't want him to be hired here. You can't fire him, even if he doesn't do well this year. You can't fire him because he's got why? built in excuses. Here's, here's why. No, he has fire his ass. He has built in excuses. <laughs> Jay, I got no. a built-in excuse. Listen, listen. I can he's fire got him now. Built-in billboard coming for him. Fucking guy. I'm sorry. I Jay, I apologize. No, Jay, the family show, Jay. Come on now. But listen, I, I apologize. I'm upset. sorry. I understand. <laughs> I just said you're upset. But listen, listen to me. He has built-in excuses. He can literally sit there and say, "Well, I didn't make any of these personnel moves. I didn't want any. Most of these guys that you brought in here, C.J. Mosley, Bell." A lot of these guys that you have here that you drafted aren't good enough to be here either, and they're not going to fit my scheme. So you have to give me more than just a year to be successful here. That's you don't have to. And then, hold on a second. And then if you fire him, that's yet another coordinator for Sam in the first two years that he's been here. Or now, well, it would have been his three year if we're talking about year after this year coming. Three years. That would be multiple coordinators. You're literally setting him up for failure. You can't Yo, fire him. You can't Joe, do you it. Can. I'm telling you. No, you can. You can fire him. Yeah. You can fire you can't him. Do it. You can fire him and, and and just like you fired Mac because it was you know, your deep dive, do do your one year deep dive in Adam Gates and Listen. get rid of his dumb ass if it if it comes down to if it comes down to it, dude, if if this I'm locker room you. melts down, if Le'Veon Bell flips out and, and you know, and this locker room melts down and all these guys that he's saying Leonard Williams, all these guys he doesn't want, he's gonna trade, blah 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 in the media. Dude, I don't know how much of it to believe and how much of it not to believe, but I know the players see it, you know. And I if they start think, off 0-2, dude, listen, I'm if, telling if, you right Jay, now, man, he, they better win early. They better win early. I'm if, rooting for him. I don't want you to think I'm not rooting Jay, for him. I'm rooting for him. I hope no, he's just that lovable, crazy villain. 
But yeah, man. Jay, listen, I hear you. But again, if they if they sell off, if they if they buy into Adam Gaze, and which it seems like Chris Johnson's bought in, he fired Mike. Uh, he fired Mac. Mac's been here way longer than uh, than Gaze has been here. If he's bought into Gaze and he's bought into Gaze's vision, they're not just going to fire him after one year. Joe, if they go, if they go five stuck. and eleven, you're not firing him. If they go five and eleven, and it's a media circus and it melts down, so you're not firing him. You are firing him. Dude, fired. I, I just, I, I could fired. see him if he has the ear. Listen, hold on. I, I, of course, I would want him fired. I, I didn't want him hired. Of course, I'd want him fired. But if he has the ear of Chris Johnson, listen. If he has the ear, listen. He has the ear of Chris Johnson. If he could convince Chris Johnson to fire Mike McCagnan now, after being here he for brainwashed two years before, Chris Johnson, no, we can. Okay. Jesus Christ! Again, but he's the o- he's the owner, so he makes the decisions. If he has the ear of Chris Johnson, Lucky the way us. he does, to fire this guy after being here for two years, he can sell him on. Look, this is what I had to do. Of course, we weren't going to be very good because Mac was making a pick. He wasn't a very good general manager. That's why we had him fired. But give me two more years, and I'll make this team successful. And I'm telling you, he'll stick with him. Because he's already Dude. Look what he's done. He's Jay. He's turned this entire offseason into a complete circus, has he not? We were just coming off yep. of all this positivity. Remember, you guys were talking bail this, and we got Mosley, and everybody's waiting for the preseason to come, and camp's coming, and blah 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 blah. He stepped right in and said, Mm-mm, "This guy needs to get out of here. He's firing scouts. He's trading players, getting rid of guys." I'm telling you that I could see him being here for quite some time and doing whatever he needs to do to build the team in whatever he, whatever fashion that he wants to build them. There's no doubt in my mind Joe, that Adam Gaze is going to rip this team apart. Joe, my <laughs> biggest problem this entire offseason no was that I'm sure y'all. Jonathan I'm Harrison was good enough to be a freaking starting center. That's, that, that was our yeah. biggest concern all, all offseason. Now look at our problems a week later. Yeah. My call last week was about, was about signing a center, dude. Now we got – dude, I'm talking about, like, you know, dude, Adam Gaze. Listen, man. Adam Gates, I'm your biggest fan, bro. I, I I hate you, but I'm rooting for you, man. So like, dude, shut me up. Go go ten and six and and, and get a wild card and and yeah. strut around New York like the evil villain you think you are, bro. I will cheer you. I love you, man. But dude, you yeah. put this this target directly on your back, and I'm telling you right yeah, now, dude, if this thing goes south, six and ten, he is fired. He's so fired, Joe. You're. I, I don't I, think I'm gonna, dude. He is fired. Six and ten, and he's so far out of the out the door. That they that he'll never he will be coaching Pee Wee football in Nebraska somewhere. He won't even have a job in the NFL, dude. He will be blacklisted from the NFL for what he did to this front office, and he will never get another job in the NFL if this doesn't work out. So he 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 banked his career on it. That dude is crazy as hell, like you said, man. Dude, he had a built-in excuse. Joe, I'm sorry, man. You talk about a built-in excuse. If he would have just shut up and let and 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 played the season out with McCagney as the GM, if the season went to crap, then he had a built-in excuse. He could have said, oh, yeah. Mike McTaggart was the GM. I didn't want the players that he brought in. I'm saying it all offseason now. Let me get a chance at this, at, at this roster. And they would have given him another shot. But now since he was yeah. such an idiot and he removed his, his excuse, he took it away. Now it's all on him. Dude, he, he's crazy. No, I mean, he's Jay, literally he can, insane. Jay, the one thing he can literally say, he can still say is, Mac made all the moves. He spent $100 million. If you look at us when we were in the draft, he, didn't, he, he probably didn't get some of the guys that Gaze wanted. That's why Gaze moved his chair and sat over across from, Woody, uh, from Chris Johnson. I'm telling you, he can, he can bring that up as a legitimate argument. And if he has Chris's ear, like we've already seen, to do what he's already been doing, I mean, look what he's already done. He's turned us into a complete circus. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. 
he's turning. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if you think he's going to get – I don't think he'll get fired after one year. Do do I believe he should? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have hired the How guy in the first place. Get, but though? I'm telling you, he's going to be here for – I think he at least is going to get maybe two, possibly three years. It depends on how so bad how, the second how year bad is. I don't think they're going to fire him. 0-16? They fire him at 0-16? Well, yeah. If, I mean, if it's 0-16 – I'll tell you what. The only way I could see him getting fired, like logically – is if he just completely fractures the locker room where guys are, like it was in Miami and he goes like one in six or something it. like that. Yeah. Dude, dude, that's exactly listen, fracturing a locker room is his MO and he already fractured his entire front office. He was telling the PR staff to go scratch their you know what, man, in the middle yeah. of the middle of a press conference in front of the media. Dude, the guy's mm-hmm. nuts. He cares nothing. He is dude, I'm telling you, he is pissing so many people off. If you go six and ten or worse, maybe even seven and nine, and possibly even a non-playoff eight and eight, he is depending on how it how it all plays out. He is out the door, man. I'm telling you right now, dude. The the fans hate him, and they are looking, dude. Do you know how Jet fans are? It won't even be me with billboards this time, dude. Some other person will take the reins, and they will have planes and billboards. They will hate this guy. The ex-Dolphins coach, the way he comes in, walking around unproven, no no resume to back it up, talking all this trash. He's like a, he's like an an unlovable fat Rex Ryan, dude. He's like the, he's like a trash talking, but but like nobody likes him. It's crazy, man. I, I honestly, dude, this guy, he has he has put the target. I, I mean, th- in New York, dude, you are you out of your mind? I, I've never seen anything like it, man. I've never seen anything like yeah, it. And the dude was gonna get himself canned if he doesn't go to the playoffs. One year's all he gets. Caparoso's been saying that, but when when he first got hired, that he thinks there should be a playoff mandate. I thought that was ridiculous. Now. You better make the playoffs, man. Caparoso, the guys are looking the crystal ball. Jay, this made one of your best calls ever. And now you're now you're agreeing with Caparoso. Now I know pigs are flying. So we definitely appreciate that, dude. <laughs> hey, man, listen, I gotta keep it real where where, he, where he's keeping it real, man. That guy called it, and and I was like, that's ridiculous. Playoff mandate. Let's just play a little better. Now the guy's like walking around, dude, just scorched earth everywhere. Go ahead and make the playoffs now, Mister Mister Cocky freaking. You know, clown playoffs. You, you don't talk about playoffs. <laughs> you kidding me? Yes. Playoffs. Hey, thank you for calling. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> Love you guys. Oh man. my god. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, it's nysfmag.com that's Jay oh. we, we just had a we had so many people on hold we're trying to just get everybody on as oh. fast as we can here this is just craziness so we're going to go to oh he just hung up okay we're going to get to Mike in Jersey City Mike what's up man 
What's up, guys? What are your thoughts? Oh, man? This, this this show is just out of control. So, what do you think? <laughs> I I just here, here I want to dedicate this first minute to I love you guys, and you guys are awesome. And for your you your no no yes there is a but unless complete entertainment and trolling purposes you guys should never ever have Manish Mehta on your show again. I think this guy is the biggest clown, the biggest clown in the history of beat reporters. I I you know I get what NYF you know uh, F the last guy he said that Adam Gase kind of pulled you know the you know wool under whatever with the beat reporters here but you know what between between the Doug Marone um schmear campaign the Mo Wilkerson uh alcoholism uh, stunt and you know yeah. and now it's just like yeah he didn't have the plug and so now he's running a schmear campaign of the entire franchise <laughs> this guy is the biggest clown I, I mean he was grasping he was he was bobbing for apples for when we were hiring the coach, the coaching process. Oh yeah, Matt Rule, uh, Todd. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, the, guy the weird thing is, Manish actually, Manish actually supported Adam Gates. He was one of the few reporters that actually Absolutely. supported the hire and promoted it. He yep. did. Manish exactly. was like he wrote several articles <laughs> promoting <laughs> it. He even worked. I mean, like <laughs> let, let's 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 be serious. Like nobody is grasping what just happened to this franchise. Let me tell you exactly what just happened to this franchise. We are the new Cincinnati Bengals. Adam Gase will triple Marvin Lewis' tenure. So you're saying you're saying he's going to be fired after 6-10? and 10? Who's going to fire him? He's not going to fire himself. This is a decade Putin is, out, is going to outlast – Adam Gase is going to outlast Vladimir Putin in Russia. Like, like you, nobody understands what just happened to this franchise. Okay? This is uh, a monarchy, a complete uh, monarchy, okay? Uh, players, coaches, person, like, people are going to be ra- ran out of town. I mean, we, yeah. the fact that Loggins came with Gase tells you all you need to know about the guy. He just wants yes exactly. guys. He doesn't want anybody exactly. to challenge him, okay? So now, so now, even, even so he, he's, he's buddies, buddies with uh, Joe Douglas, right? So even if Joe Douglas is hired, which I don't think that's going to happen, I don't, I don't know any potential GM candidate that would want to come into this mess now after we you know, spent all the money and did all of this you know, nonsense. Why would anyone want to come to this franchise? But let's hypothetically say it is Joe Douglas. They're already buddies. Joe Douglas is you know, just like you know, the, the Todd Bowles, uh, um, uh, 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 Mike McCagnin set up, and the Isaac Rex Ryan, they're buddies, buddy. But he's not going to get fired. He's not going to get fired. We could go. We could go. We could be. We could go zero and sixteen. He's not losing his job next. He's just not mm-hmm. losing his job. Christopher Johnson has a shot collar on him right now. Okay, and it was put on him by Adam Gates. We like it. it, it I can't even describe. Like, let me tell you, this franchise is just. It's just ran like a Fortune five hundred company. Like that. That's all it yeah. is. They don't have an ounce. They don't have an ounce of managerial ownership football knowledge. Okay, they don't have an absolute like. I can't even like. It's it's probably just some conference call. Yeah. Like at a round at a round table 
of who they're hiring. Oh, yeah, you know, and, a, and, a, and pamphlets and booklets, and they don't have a clue who these guys are, and you got a PowerPoint of pros and cons, and, oh, this guy spends a lot of money? No, nope, don't like him, because that's all they care about. That's all they care yeah. about. And so yeah. it's, 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 it's like we, you guys can laugh. I, like everybody's laughing here, but to, to be perfectly honest, well, like we don't want to cry, man. We don't want to cry. Oh, we don't want to. Yeah, what, what else can we do? <laughs> right, we're past that. There's literally I mean, nothing it's, else it's you can so do. It's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. It's, yeah, it's, you know what? It's yeah, and, and, and I want to. Oh, I can I listen, and I want to thank you for calling in. You're bringing the fire, and what makes it worse is because you were forewarned. I remember this saying this yes, me and you. We told everyone you were... about Adam. I I exactly. backed out of multiple Facebook groups when the news broke out that he was hired. I told people, I'm like, if this guy's hired, I'm out. I'm out. And like, and I told I told multiple people this. Like, like I can't even the guy in my end. His record yeah. is two games below 500. Like, what are we doing? It's like, yeah. I can't even imagine what, like, Peyton Manning had phone sex about this guy to Christopher Johnson, and now he's our, he's our coach. I want to get your thoughts on this. I know you're going crazy, but when you look at what's going on now, what would seem to, to, to be an issue, Le'Veon Bell came out on social media and addressed some of the comments that were made or some of the comments that, that had leaked supposedly from Adam Gaze about, you know, not wanting to him at, at a certain price. And he came out and, and, and kind of, you know, quashed that stuff. What are your thoughts about the relationship between Gaze and Bell or even Gaze and Mosley because he reported he didn't want him either? Do you think that that can really kind of put kind of fracture their relationships as well? And do you think Adam Gaze would be able to mend that? Well, well, I personally, I, I, I side with Gase. I mean, we just, we just basically threw an empty checkbook at Mosley for whatever, for whatever reason, regardless of if Matt, Mike McCagnin's job was on the line. I mean, I, I'm sorry. That was, just, that was just a bad time. I, I don't think there's any ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, he would have – obviously, he would have went back to the Ravens for less money. But inside linebacker, not named Luke Hughley, should not be getting – 80 plus million dollars. Like there's just, I don't care how many years it is either. That's just, sorry. No. Okay. And Le'Veon Bell, that whole thing, as, as we've all known, apparently the Ravens were never even making an offer to the guy. So could we have gotten him cheaper? Sure. But Mike McCagden also knew that if we didn't land Le'Veon Bell after missing out on Paradise and some of these other guys, because well, he procrastinates from what we know now. And he's, he's just he's like, Everybody knew he's just a bad general manager. You know, it was just going to be hellfire for this guy if we didn't land Bell. So in that case, I understand it. Um, you know, Gase, as we all know, Jay Ajayi, Jarvis Landry. I mean, he just he doesn't. Yep. He, he's a narcissist. He doesn't have. He, he's not a people person. He's not a player personnel guy. It's his way or the highway. And you know, knowing some of the players we have on this team, like honestly, like Darren <laughs> Darren Lee's gone. Um, uh, whatever other moves is, I, I'm I'm just waiting to hear that Robbie Anderson told him to f off, and he's gone. <laughs> like like there's no way I see Robbie Anderson playing with the Jets now, with Adam Gase, you know, in full control of this show. Dude, like I, hey, it's, you know it's, what? It's, it's such a bad situation that nobody's understanding and grasping. Like the guy from Howard Beach, I'm like, oh my god. Where's he getting the drugs? <laughs> I mean, I understand optimism, yep. but it was just like, 
like, I, I couldn't believe what was coming out of this guy's mouth. Like, and, and the far out takes you had. This is so bad. This is, like, we couldn't, the Jets couldn't leave it. At Daniel Jones, we had to, we had to, we had to show each and every one that James Dolan, that Jimmy Dolan isn't the worst part of New York. We had to do it. Or the Wilpons. Yeah. My, my yeah, thanks, mean, like, thanks for calling it, man. This, like, this may be one of your best calls ever, man. <laughs> I would, I would give you a whole lot. <laughs> thanks for calling it, man. We appreciate it. I love you guys. Peace. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, you know, when he was funny, he was like, you know, you guys are my favorite show. I really enjoy it. I was waiting for the butt. I thought he was going to shred us. Like, oh, you two are clowns. You know what the hell you're talking about? No, so, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, listen, first, I want to thank him for calling it. You know, I, I absolutely love talking to him, especially when he calls in. He's always bringing great knowledge. Man, listen, I, I knew I knew that he was probably going to go where he was going. And, man, he let a bomb off. I mean, but you can hear, you can hear the frustration in his voice because he understands it. Even he himself said, "You're not going to fire this guy," and that's that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't, I don't think we'll fire him either because of what's going on. Be, At an Adam Gates guy is. Go ahead. No, get, but I, I'm reading our, our Twitter account at TalkJetsTorney is on fire. Now, listen, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna respond to a tweet. The person I guess can't call in. It says, "Man, I'm bugging. Someone needs to talk some sense about this. This was a master stroke." From Chris Johnson and others who watch the league know how, and others who watch the league know how good Joe, Joe Douglas is and how people saw Mac. Okay, so we'll clarify. We all know McCagnan sucked. Unfortunately, Chris Johnson, yeah. his masterstroke of genius was five months too late. If he had any clue, if he was such a genius, he would have fired him in January, like he's supposed to do. So I guess I mean yeah. I watched the league, so there's nothing about that. And then, okay, so now Joe Douglas, now I guess he's obviously the obvious savior that once he's hired, he's going to give us three Pearl Bowlers a year for the next 10 years. I understand that. But we also got to understand, what is he signing his name to here? Is he signing here to be Adam Gaze's best friend? Or is he signing here to be a stern, strict general manager? I mean, and, and furthermore, Joe, to be honest with you, if you're him, do you even want this job? Because you know you're getting yourself exactly. into it. Or do you want, or do you want to go to a position where you could become a general manager and actually hire your own head coach, which is a job that most people want? This job is a lot more valuable when you have a hundred million dollars in cap space, number three pick, and you can hire your head coach. That's a lot more successful than just saying, you know, I'm going to inherit all of this. But masterstroke, this this is a masterstroke of genius. Chris Johnson planned all this. He's actually a genius. 
He's not clueless and incompetent. He's actually a genius, Joe. That's and that, that's, unbelievable. that's the entire point. Yeah, that's the entire point with this situation is that, look, uh, the move to make – if you wanted to fire Mac, fine. We've talked about it in nauseam on this show. We both wanted Mac fired. We've wanted Mac fired for quite some time now. That's nothing new. If anybody listens to the show, I talked about it on a yearly basis, getting rid of his ass along with Bowles on a yearly basis, especially after year two. But if you were going to make this move, you should have made it a long time ago. We don't have a problem with firing Mac. It's the timing of the firing Mac. Why do you allow him to spend $100 million? Why do you allow him to draft? Why do you allow him to hire a coach? Why didn't you just hire Joe Douglas from the jump and allow him to do his thing? Because Joe Douglas with $100 million and a full draft in front of him, this team would possibly look a lot different the way it looks now. It might look way better than what it looks now. Maybe Joe Douglas comes in and does different things and, and moves things around. Maybe we, we get offensive line help. Maybe he trades down and, and gains more capital for that yep. draft in the future. How is this? How is this a stroke of genius? This man told you. Johnson told you after two years, after two years of running this team, that I just did a deep dive. Where the hell you been diving, Chris? Where have you been diving, dude? You had two years to dive. How were you in the kiddie pool? Were you? Were, what were you doing? What were you doing for two years? Like, what are you guys talking about? A stroke of genius. This is this is nonsense. This is madness. And that, but that again. I, I'm going to keep hitting you guys with this. I'm going to keep speaking to the people. You were forewarned. I told you all about this guy. Yep. If anybody had read reports about him in Miami, any of that stuff, you were forewarned of the craziness and the dysfunction that Adam Gaze would bring here. He knew, dude. He knew. He went and, he went in the interview for the Brown job they didn't want. He came here. He knew when he picked this job that Mac was on shaky ground, and he could tell that Chris Johnson just didn't necessarily know what he was doing. And he said, oh, yeah, All right. it's my time. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, I, I completely agree. He, he saw it. He just saw it. He saw a, a clueless owner and a, a, a Soft marshmallow, soft general manager that was completely scared to do anything. So, we're gonna go to our good friend in California. I know he's gonna bring all kinds of fire. And dude, this guy, he brings in great draft takes. I'm curious to see if he attacks us or if he agrees with us. So let's see what Derek has to say. What's up, man? What's up, fellas? It's Let's Talk Jets Tuesday, man. Oh, man, look, you guys are pretty much hitting it out of the ballpark tonight. And I do agree with Jay. Jay pretty much articulated everything that I was I wanted to say uh, he was on fire tonight that was a fantastic call uh, this is this is so much worse than even we know now it is it is an absolute s storm dude this is bad yep. um but before I before I get into that a little bit of housekeeping I called in a few weeks back and I said uh maybe uh, uh Le'Veon Bell isn't showing up because he's not the best no, trash that that was a trash take he is in fantastic shape. He's going to ball out this year. But back to uh, uh, back to the mess that is our New York Jets. Uh, guys, anybody who's saying that this is a, a stroke of genius and this was a master plan, those guys are booger-eating mouth breathers and don't listen to them. They, they have no idea what they're talking about. Johnson, Chris Johnson is, is completely in over his head. And I don't know why yep. this is happening to me. I'm, I'm a fan of the Lakers and USC Trojans, and all my teams are uh, simply just dysfunctional right now. So um, I, I don't even know where to start. But, look, I was never a, a Mac supporter. Uh, I, I just never was. He, he, proven, 
he, he should have been fired in January, like everybody said. But this is not this is not way to go about it. Yeah, I, listen, and, and, and I absolutely hear you, and I'm in complete agreement with you. I'm on that train as well, where I'm a USC guy and I'm a Laker guy too. <laughs> this stuff is is gone bad, and now I'm watching the Jets just just absolutely run run themselves ragged and complete turn into a complete circus. It's getting absolutely ridiculous. But I want to get your thoughts on the moves that Gaze has made so far. What are your thoughts about Darren Lee being traded for a sixth round? I was on record saying I would have kept him um, because what does is, what is a backup middle linebacker get paid? About the salary that he's making this year? The kid's still young. Yep. He, could, uh, he could have proven himself. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you. Sorry, guys. I'm actually ordering dinner right now, too. Uh, but getting back, you get nothing. Getting back to, uh, First of all, what are you ordering, and what, can we have some? Oh, dude, you guys, you guys come out here. You guys can get some in and out too, man. Uh, in and out, in and out fire. You guys know that. You know that joke. Now we talking. Now we. Oh yeah, you already know. I know. Now we talking. But all right, back to back to uh, back to business. Um, we should have kept. He should have stuck around. Joe, I mean, uh, um, Tyson, you already hit on it. Uh, Redskins had an injury this week. We could have probably got a, a higher draft pick for a team. Wait until training camp starts, guys. Guys are going to start to fall like flies, and, and people are going to need bodies. Then you could play yep. them for some for some value. Uh, if yep. not, keep them on the roster, dude. We might have injuries of our own. But that just one, you know, that just shows you the Jets are completely dysfunctional right now. It, it, it's a hot mess, uh, I, man. I, I mean, I, I can't even I can't even calm down listening to these takes because they're they're all they're all spot on. They're, they're all they're all hit, they're all hitting the nail on the head. And this is where you so have now, it wrong, Joe. So, this is where you have it wrong. And now that I'm thinking, now that I'm thinking clearly, um, Gates will get fired if this team goes. Jay was Jay was right. If this team goes eight and eight or worse, he think about the dysfunction that he caused in Miami, and think about now mm-hmm. now place that dysfunction in New York with the New York media on him, with the New York fans on him. He he will not last. He will not see. What, uh, Chris Johnson will get so much outside pressure. Outside, he he'll, he'll listen to all the noise and he'll cave. And that's the best thing that could happen for us, because um, I don't I don't see this guy. I'm rooting for the team to succeed. I don't want to root for a, a trash season, but I just can't see how this is going to end in uh, in a successful way. I, I don't see it. But, but I guess <laughs> I I can't even calm down, man. Like I, I there's so much I want to say. It's so bad. <laughs> what What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this hiring process for a general manager? Do you think it's kind of a done deal with, with Joe Douglas, or do you think that they're going to do a true interview process? No, they they have their eyes set on this. They have uh, their their sights set on Douglas, and I think he is the guy. And the only way he's coming over, the only way the league office is going to approve him coming over, is if he has control of personnel. And that's the only way the Eagles are going to let him out of his deal. So yep. unless that's part of the contract, he's not coming. And then if that's the case, then I'm, 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 dude, Jay hit it out of the park, like I said, because I want, leave, let Gaze be the general manager for the whole year. It's on him. It's completely on him. And, Joe, I disagree with you because you said that, um, that there's some built-in excuse for, for, uh, for Gaze if he's, you know, because, yeah. uh, look, what, what did Mac do that pretty much, I agree with all his moves. All his moves were applauded. He signed, mm-hmm. he signed Bell. He signed our middle linebacker. Uh, granted, he overpaid, but he had to spend the money on somebody. He he got the yeah. best player in the draft at the number three pick. Uh, he got you know a guy with high upside in the, in the third round. 
all those were good moves. He did. I mean, I mean, the rest of the draft uh, it was quite highly questionable, but he, yeah. by and large, he did. He got he got Bell for a good deal. Uh, I mean, he 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 made good moves. So saying that. Well, here, here's the thing. Gates here's has, the thing. Gates yeah. has a built-in excuse because 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 Mac made some questionable moves. I don't. I disagree with mm-hmm. that. Well, no, no, no. Listen, and, and I want to thank you for calling in. You're bringing the fire. Here's the thing that I'm talking about and why I believe that he'll have a built-in excuse because we think that those are solid moves, but he can tell Chris Johnson those weren't solid moves for him and his scheme. If he was allowed – if he could, he went in there and said, hey, because we all said that Mac had a solid offseason. We thought this one was better offseason. He still got him fired. So what does that tell you? The fact that you signed Le'Veon Bell and you signed Mosley, irregardless of where you overpaid for him whenever, you got that talent in there, but you still get fired. He's still going to get you fired. So he can go in there and say, hey, look, he got these guys, but these, some of these guys don't fit my system. They don't fit my scheme. I wanted Tevin Coleman. I, I wanted this guy. I wanted that guy. He didn't go after him. I don't have a center because I got to deal with Harrison and Paradise. And he, If he's already got Chris Johnson here, why wouldn't he give him another year? hey, let me continue to work with Sam Darnold. This is only one year after. You can't fire him after a year. I'm telling you. Uh, it's not that I don't want him fired. man. I didn't want him hired. <laughs> so that's I, I disagree. Uh, I didn't want him here, period. <laughs> but I don't think I, – I, I'm telling you, everybody, I'm not the Adam Gaze defender. What I'm telling you is that I don't think that they'll fire him after a year unless he, unless he goes like – Unless he only wins one game during the season and the locker room is a complete mess. He's 5-11. Like Jamal Adams. 5-11. Uh, he's no. still cooked. I'm telling you. I don't think so. If it's a, it, I'm telling you. I do not think if he's, he's going to fire him after Joe, one if he's, year. if he's on pace for a one-win a one win season, he won't make it through the year. Jesus he will not. The pressure will be that, so – That's the only thing. The, 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 the he will be turned up so, so much in that media market. Yeah. Chris, Chris, he's in a cave. Um, and that's, no, guys, that's the only thing that I think will get him fired is if he has like a one-win season or the, the locker room just gets fractured and when you got Jamal Adams and guys like that coming out and just saying, hey, look, I don't want to play for this guy anymore, just the same way that he had it with Miami where he had players going to the front office saying, trade me, get me out of here, or you need to fire Gates. That's the only way I see him getting fired after a year. That's it. It's if he just wins one game and completely destroys locker room. Anything other than that, I don't think he's going to get fired after one year. If he wins, let's say he goes 7-9, and nine, I don't think they're going to fire him. If he goes six and ten, they're not going to fire him because he can say, "Hey, give me time to get my players in here," like like he's doing now, where he's bringing in a lot of these older these guys that he's worked with in the past, these dolphins that he's been involved in with the past. Let me get some more of my guys in here, and I'm telling you, we're going to make a run. Let me continue to work with Sam Darnold and grow him and grow and mature him, and we're going to make a run next year. They're going to give him at least two years. Then I really don't think they're going to fire him after a year unless it's just the complete meltdown of everything. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. Well, we're going to disagree on huh? that, brother. But let me tell you what Woody Johnson, Woody, I mean, Woody, or Chris Johnson should do. He should hire, he should hire somebody that's going to be a barrier between him and Gates. He needs to hire a, a president of football operations that's a czar that could, that knows just some old, some old dude. It could be anybody, but he, he has to remove himself, man, because he has absolutely no idea what the hell he's doing. And and that's what, but but he's not going to do that. You know why? Because if he had any balls, he would have told he would have told Mac and and Gase. You know what? You guys are stuck together for the year. If you guys don't like it, resign. Get the hell out of here. But make it work exactly. somehow. Exactly. And, and he and he didn't do that. So I mean, I really have no faith in the organization because it starts with the top. And if you if you have poor leadership, and it just sinks your franchise. Yep. And it, 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 it's it. so you can't overcome you can't overcome poor leadership, poor ownership. It's just impossible. Nope. 
that it starts the top. This, this to me the most eye-opening thing out of all this is how incompetent and just just uninformed our ownership is. They have no idea. <laughs> they, they are so clueless and out of touch where they just indecisive and experienced. Like the excuses for ownership now is crazy, but it's like even Joe says, like you went deep diving. What was it, a kiddie pool? Like, dude, like <laughs> you knew the problems. And the funny thing is the story is like, they, they, what they give, what they did, they slap McHagan on the wrist, like, okay, you're a bad general manager this year. You have a warning for next year. Like, what is this? Like, like middle school? Like, okay, you're, you're getting your warning for this year. Like, what the? Like, what, are, what are we doing here? I, I, this, it's I don't just, get it, man. What is going we, on? We better start off two and oh. two, or it's gonna it's gonna go downhill in a hurry. We need to start off two and two, or you I guys, agree. we're gonna wave the white flag, and it, it's it's just gonna go. It, we're gonna burn to the ground. Gase. The, well, the one caller had. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. Uh, Gase is not a leader of men. He touched. He hit it on the nail uh, a few callers back. Yep. yep. Uh, he just not yep. man. People don't like him. People will not follow him. He's not a leader. So he needs to. The only way he's going to get people to follow him is is if the team has success, and then they'll they'll get in line. But if I, if we get off to a, a slow start, you're going to see, man, Joe. The, the everyone's going to turn on him. He will not make it, and that'll be the best thing for yep. all of us. Yeah. Thanks for calling today. Another great call. All right, brother. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have a good night. You know, Joe, and that's the one thing, and I'll just keep saying it. Listen, you could be an arrogant prick all you want. If you have an extensive yep. resume, if you have the Belichick, I mean, listen, like I used to go to practices when Parcells was here. I used to go up to Hofstra's. I spent five hours a day watching Parcells conduct practice, and he was the biggest prick. Double, you know, two a day sessions, hundred degrees heat, full pads, full contact, didn't care. But you know what he had? He had Super Bowl rings and credibility. His way of the highway, his yep. way worked, and he proved it in the NFL that his way is going to work. That's fine because he had reputations as a winner. Adam Gates has another reputation as a winner. So now, right now, he's just yeah. a prick. So now he's got to prove that he can win. He didn't do it in Miami. Like, I don't understand what, like, everybody, oh, he made the playoffs in Miami. So, okay, what does that mean? Great. Mm-hmm. You got ran out of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, it, it, I'm telling you guys. I, I just don't understand. I want to thank the last caller for calling in, but really think about what you're saying. The fact that, that he's a prick, he's, done, he's really done nothing in the league, he, he, he's done nothing to – to, to gain this, this type of power that he has. Mm. Still, in fact, he has it, though. Really think of how inept that is. But this guy that has done nothing, <laughs> that you watch blow it, he still, he still has the power, though. He was still given the power by our owner. Yep. Think about that. 
Think about that, that we passed up on guys that were better candidates that had more accolades, way more accolades. We passed up on a guy that was a proven winner, that had been a proven winner for years and had won a Super Bowl and groomed him and short a quarterback of our decade. Still, no, I want Adam Gaze, and then I'm going to give him the power to do whatever he wants to do with the franchise. But you guys think he's going to get fired after a year? Like, come on, man. All right, we're going to go to our good friend, Tyrone. What's up, man? <clears throat> Yo, <laughs> I'm going to try my best not to get kicked off the show tonight. Please, Tyrone, really, please don't curse. Please don't curse, Tyrone. I'm going to really, really try. I want to hear you, my brother. Please don't curse. I feel like I want to get banned for the next month, man. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> this, is, this is really beyond... Dumpster fire, dude. This is retarded, man. And, and the caller called in a couple of calls ago, said the keyword I've been saying all week, all all month, all year. I'm gonna say this man is a narcissist, bro. He's an idiot, yeah. bro. And you know, and, and it's it's to the point, man. Like you're gonna let Mac do. <laughs> you're gonna let him get all free agents. You're gonna let this man go through the whole draft, and then you're gonna fire him. Okay, whatever. Then you got a guy who's power hungry, man, who's an ego maniac, bro. And you're going to let this man make all these decisions. And it just shows you. It's like for the first time, I said, like, okay, man, yo, we got a good free agency. We had a good drive. Everything's yeah. cool. And then, boom. It, it, it's ridiculous, man. And it's like, yo, this guy is really going to divide and conquer all, everything we fixed. He's going to destroy. And, bro, he's been there six minutes. Like, he's yeah. been, like you know what? When we hired him, I didn't like the guy at first. But I said, okay, you know what? Maybe, you know, he learned from Miami. He'll come here. No, bro. He's doing the same thing, bro. He's isolating people. Like, the comment about Le'Veon Bell was, what for what? Like, why do you want to tick this guy off, brother? You know how stupid that is? Like, in our ownership, man, just sell a team, bro. You already know who I want to buy the team. Everybody knows yep. who we want to buy the team, bro. It's ridiculous, yeah, man. This is incompetence, man, at its finest, man. This is why we are a losing organization, man. From top to bottom, they just retarded, man. It's like, bro, it makes no logical sense to have this man here. This, but he's just, man... <laughs> Tyrone, I want to thank you for wow, calling in. Bro. You are you already bringing the fire right now, man. And look, I, man, I want to thank you for not cursing. I already hear it. You know the frustration, the anger. This is what I've heard all night from everyone. Everyone is trying to figure out what just happened. It's like we just got punched. We we wake up, we don't know what happened, man. It's completely ridiculous. But I want to get your thoughts on the moves that Gaze has made so far. What are your thoughts on the trade of Lee and the waving of Leggett? Man, I'm going to tell you like this, man. I don't care what he do. I just want him fired already, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You trade Darren Lee for peanuts, right? And, and, and you know, we already knew he wasn't going to get much for Darren Lee. But it makes no sense to trade this man right now before training camp to see what happens. What if somebody gets hurt? Yeah. I mean, you have all kinds of injuries, man. You you know what I'm saying? You just watch the, um, the Foster from Washington go down. You know what I'm saying? I mean, guys are getting hurt every day. You know what I'm saying? This is a physical sport. Why trade a guy that could be, you know what I'm saying, could could be suitable, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, a good, better than normal backup, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes no sense for a six-round pick next year. You know, and, and this is the whole point, man, with this guy, man. It's like, well, I come here, I just want to be a coach. Okay. And the first thing you do is stab Mac in the back. Now, I'm not defending Mac because Mac has done this to himself. But, man, 
Bro, you got to listen, man. It's an old Proverbs, man, and I'm saying it, bro. If you bring a snake in your house and he bites you, then you mad because, you know what I'm saying, why would you bite me? Yes, you knew sir. I was a snake when you brought me here. That man's a snake, dude. Like, And you know what's going to take when Jamal goes to the to, to, to Chris and be like, you know what, man, trade me, dude. I don't want to be here no more. Because this is dysfunction at its finest. And, bro, like, and you guys will be saying it all night long. Bro, let us start off 0-3. <laughs> Boy, yep. you – Man, it's just ridiculous, man. And then it's like, yo, this guy just, you know, he's just so arrogant. And what have you done? You sucked in Miami. You had Peyton Manning in the probably one of the top ten defenses in the league throughout history. You know what I'm saying? When you won in Denver, you had Peyton Manning, bro. When Peyton Manning was still Peyton Manning. I mean, get out of here, bro. I mean, it's like you haven't done enough to prove your point. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great offensive-minded guy. But most people like him who have the ego in, in – the fortitude to think it's all about him is definitely going to be a great offensive mind. But as for you know a head coach, nah, man, it's crazy, man. This is like the nuts I've ever. I've never seen this in my whole life, bro. I've never seen nobody just give somebody a hundred million dollars a trick off and then fire the man. And then, it makes no sense. So what are you going to do? What is what is what is the end result? You didn't want Le'Veon Bell. You didn't want Mosley. Well, they're here now. So you just you just basically. Tick these guys off before you even get started. I mean, it's just crazy to me. It makes no sense. There's no leader. It's, it's nobody with leadership skills or any kind of quality of being a man will sit down there and say the kind of, you know what I'm saying, feminine stuff that he says about his players. And we wonder what happened to Miami. Look, but Tyrone, but Tyrone, just look at, just look, at the, look at the mindset that he moved his chair in the draft room. It's like he's an infant. Mm-hmm. He, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a little child. I'm taking my ball and going home because I'm not getting my way. Like, what kind exactly. of like, ridiculous idiot? This is just idiocy. And, like, people just, like, I, I can't even comprehend it. And dude, but the, what boggles my mind is, like, I keep going back to ownership. They, they knew the situation was bad. They knew McCagney should have been fired, and they gave him, like, a, like was it a warning? You, you got, listen, you got to change your stripes this year. You've been, you, you've lacked good judgment, and you were, you were very hesitant to make moves the last three years. Be sure you have to make some. Would you threaten them? Gotta threaten to be more decisive, like, and then you gotta hope it doesn't work out when you knew exactly who Adam Gase was when he came in here. Like, dude, the lack of judgment by ownership, and, and then, and then, even furthermore, dude, you watch Adam Gase act like he was pissed off that there was a leak saying, "Oh, you and McCagney aren't getting along." Like, he comes off as a fraud. You can't believe a word he says. You can't believe a word the ownership says. It's, it's. Whatever. No, no, it's, it's worse. It's worse than that, though. Listen, it's worse than that because the only pe- the only person the ownership has now is Gates. So whatever direction he wants them to yep. go, which is going to be, he, he, listen, and I'm going to be real with you. He's your face to the franchise. I love this team through through every bone in my body, bro. I'm so sick of this, bro. The Knicks killed me last <laughs> week, bro. That just hurt me. This right here, uh, nah, here. but it's like. This like this is like getting kicked in the balls, man. It, this hurt, bro. Like this is just, and it's so bad to the point, man. I don't care. If we go eleven and five. I don't care. If we thirteen and three. I still want his ass about here, bro. It makes no sense. This guy is a <laughs> cancer, man. Listen, if you go to the doctor, the doctor say, "Oh man, you got cancer." You don't be like, "Well, I'm just gonna let it chill." No, you cut it out and you keep it moving, bro. This guy is a cancer, and he shows everywhere he goes. It's the same thing. So it can't be everybody else. It has to be him. And this guy is going, yep. man. You know. Look, 
Look how, listen, and, and, and y'all about to kill me for this statement right here. I take Todd Bowles back, bro. I ain't playing, bro. I take uh, Todd Bowles back to this day. That's how what I feel, bro. This, bro. This, this, this is the feeling. This is the feeling I got. Long time, long time. And I'm gonna give you one more thing, man. Got this man calling. I'm gonna give you one more thing too. I'm gonna give you one more thing too. Anybody in their right mind, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. I would, I would really, I would really stop watching Jets games. They're high paid man. That is the dumbest thing I've ever. Bro, do you know what uh, that, that sound? That'll be. That is retarded. Hey, Tyron, right now, Tyron, I'm gonna make you a promise. I'll make you a promise. If the New York Jets even interview, officially interview Peyton Manning for the GM job, we're going. Curse show. We're gonna have a one two that we can just curse the entire show. I'm gonna lose my ever loving mind. If they interview Peyton Manning for this job, I will curse for three hours straight. I promise you. It, mm. And the bad part is, is you hear these dumb people talking about, yo, Peyton Manning do a good job. Peyton Manning's an idiot too. No, don't get me wrong. He's a great quarterback. I'm sorry. Oh, it's a Romo. It's He's a great Romo. quarterback. Exactly. And my whole point is, just, I think Joe said it best, man. You know, let let the head let the head dummy run the organization. Because listen, I I don't want no no yes man in in that position. Whatever you want, coach. Yeah. Whatever you want, coach. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. And then our owner, man, he's such a. You know what? I really thought I really liked him. I said, okay, man. You know, he's not his brother because we know he's a really that idiot. Honey idiot. Over. But then we. Then we get the brother. I said, okay, he's all cool. He's out there talking all good, bro. You pull a move like this, man. You worse than Woody, bro. Like this is crazy. This is nuts. I'm loaded up with alcohol. More specifically, vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka. They they had set us back ten years, bro. This man, this is crazy. I, well, bro, I'm telling you, like. We were out. Listen, we were out of the loop. We were we were out of the loop for a while, right? The Giants took over, bro. Like, okay, we out the way. We just gonna slide through it all. You know what I'm saying? And we got a talented team, bro. But if if people see how this man move, how can you get behind him, bro? Listen, there should there should be no reason why this team wouldn't make the playoffs. But now, after seeing how this man moves and, and isolates players and 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 calls, I can see right now we go 0 and 2. He's blaming everybody. Well, Sam should have thrown the ball. Le'Veon should have ran harder. The line yep. should have blocked. Yep. This is the kind of stuff, bro. This is the kind of stuff, man, that make me meet you in the parking lot type stuff, bro. That's retarded, man. <laughs> yep. That makes no sense. And this is the owner that we had that's sitting there smiling, lying to everybody. You know what I'm saying? If you wanted to fire Mac, fire Mac when you fire Bose like everyone else thought you should have did. Let somebody yep. else come in here and do that. You're going to hire a guy that comes in, stabs the guy. And this is the whole point of it. And this is the last thing I'm going to say to you guys, I threw a line. How do you let this man spend $100 million? It didn't fire the man next week. Bro, that's the <laughs> dumbest damn thing I've ever heard in my life. But that's stupid, man. That's dumb, though. Man, that's short, that's short bus talk. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for not cursing, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> hey, bro, it was hard tonight, buddy. It was hard, bro. I was cursing before I got on the air, so I, got, I think I got it all out, man. Love you guys, man. Great show as always, man. Hey, Jay, you were absolutely correct. Prime time on the side, bro. <laughs> we have a good night, man. Dude, Joe, I'm, man, I'm telling you, Joe, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. 
I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I, I, if 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 that Peyton Manning, if that pass even comes about at any means, we're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go uncensored because I'm gonna lose my ever loving mind. I will come <laughs> completely unglued. I will be unglued like you've never seen me unglued before. I promise you. Maybe we could. Well, I mean, yeah, I, we can get a censor button. We'll look into that. But listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, Tyrone, I, w- I want to thank you for calling in. I, like, I told, I warned y'all, man. I warned y'all, warned y'all. But something that he said, and this is something I continue to say, something that he said is earlier is, hey, look, all they have is 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 Adam Gaze at this point. That's it. That's all that they have. He's and the face of the franchise now. He's the face of the franchise now. And I'm just – I'm telling you, I I just don't think he's getting canned after a year. I just don't. But I, I look at the situation with Joe Douglas. I know everyone's screaming about Joe Douglas, and I'd love to have him. But when you look at the situation that he's in with the Eagles, where he's comfortable over there, they're winning games, they're going to be competing for more Super Bowls, I don't think it's just going to be as easy as lickety-split to get that deal done. Because I don't think the Eagles are just going to – you know, be, be pushovers. I don't think they're going to make it easy. I think they're going to offer him more money. I think they're going to do whatever they can do to make the job even sweeter for him to stay there. So I think we need to be ready for that as well. And I'm hoping that they, you know, I'm hoping that Woody or, or Chris or whoever's going to pull the trigger on this, I hope they get it right because they need to do whatever they can to get him because if he does not end up coming here, man, it's going to free fall because you got to just deal you know, whoever's going to be out there. And Peyton Manning is not a guy that I want. And the thing is this, and it's like, listen, I respect, like this, Joe Douglas's resume is phenomenal. But it's like, you got to oh, understand, is he, is he willing to come to the Jets, inherit, inherit Adam Gase, and know he's working for a owner that has no clue what he's doing? Like you, like exactly. you, you don't, there's not really, ownership is a question mark and the head coach is a clear question mark. I don't care how good a friend you are. Yep. You got to know what yep. his way he is, how volatile he is in this market. Do you yep. want to inherit that? Or would you rather inherit yep. a job next year where you could hire your own coach and, and get your own players? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what he's going to be looking at. And, and again, there's going to, there may be other openings for other teams coming up next year as well. He might be looking at and say, Hey, why would I go there with the Jets? when I can just wait for another opening and go there and get a clean break, clean slate, and a team that might be better off than us. I tell you, that, that, and what's crazier is the only reason that we're talking about him, the only reason everyone is so high on him, because he's, he knows Gabe, because he's worked with him in the past, yeah. because they've been in the same building before. So that just tells you how much power he is. You have to get a Gay's guy. It's not like you can't just go get some other guy that's a talented guy that we think is going to fit here. No, he has to be a gays guy. He has to be a guy yeah, that, that understands how to work with gays. That that's that's crazy. That's not, dude. That is the exact point that I was trying to make before. It's like we're not getting the we're not getting the best general manager available. We're getting the best no. general man, manager that can get along with gays that is available. It's exactly. What man, general manager I mean, can get along with gays? Not the best general manager available. That's the problem. Like who? You see, you see all the lists. The lists are all trying to find a guy you can pair up with Gase. How about find the best football guy available? What's wrong with that? Oh, exactly. what? Is one Harry Gase? That's your problem. That that just proves yeah. the problem. 
Exactly. And that's, that's, again, is why they want to bring it. Now, look, I mean, you know, Joe Douglas is a great candidate, but after him, who, who else? It's just anybody that, that will work with gays. Well, hell, let's get the janitor. He was with the Bears when Gaze was there. Let's, let's get him. He knows Gaze. Oh, he's a popcorn vendor that used to work in Denver. Oh, yeah, you were there when Gaze was there. All right, we'll get you too. After Joe Douglas, there's going to be a free fall of guys that are going to be willing to come here and work with Adam Gaze and deal with him. So it's like, at this point, it's almost like we've put our backs against the wall where it's, it's Douglas or bust. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really think about this. It really is Douglas or Bust. There's not a lot of general manager candidates that are going to want to come here and deal with gays. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's really crazy. We're going to go to our friend Shaq. Shaq, what's up, man? Uh, how you guys doing, man? <laughs> doing great, man. We're going into hour two of, of chaos. <laughs> I I hear every minute of it and I'm cracking up laughing but at the same time I'm frowning. Uh, I I you know when I heard when I got the news of Mike McCagney getting fired, I was so excited with joy. I didn't think of the consequences that was going to be behind it. So like I was happy. I was telling everybody, you know, Mike McCagney is gone. We're back. You know, that's all I kept saying and all of a sudden all of a sudden I had to think about the who you know who's controlling the team and you know and it was Adam Gaze and then I thought about all the negatives in Miami and I'm like damn that's all I can say I'm like all that is all that excitement and everything just went right back down and I'm like yeah we're back to dysfunction again we're back to dysfunction yeah. And, yeah. And I, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I, I already hear you. You're down. And I get that, you know, Gaze is what Gaze is. I didn't want him. I'm sure you didn't want him either. But what are your thoughts about the role that ownership played in this and how late Chris Johnson made this decision? Oh, oh he made it super late. He, you know, he made it super late, you know. And now, now I feel like we're back a little bit, you know, because of it, uh, you know he. I don't. I don't know what took him so long to to make this fire, make this firing happen, happen. But you know, I, I hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll get back on track. Hopefully, Adam Gaze can coach his way out of this because if he don't, oh man, oh, oh man, it's gonna be. But see, but see, it's gonna be. But see, see, <laughs> That's that's the problem though. It's like they're they're already they're kind of admitting that you know Mike McCagney was kind of on the hot seat in December and January, and they're kind of like, all right, you know, you guys got to figure a way to work this out. And this, so they already had concerns coming into this. So that should be a, that should be a red flag to begin with. Like the incompetence, the incompetence from the ownership is mind numbing. It's just they, this like I cannot. Adam Gase walked in in his interview was probably like, wow. This owner has absolutely no freaking clue what he's doing, and then he sees McCagnan, and he, he or obviously sees the Jets don't have a lot of faith in McCagnan, and he says, you know what? I can push this guy mm-hmm. out the door. Like, this is going to be easy, and it took him, what, three months mm-hmm. to do it? And then to put on this charade, like, oh, I don't know why there's no rip, there's no this and that. He leaked information himself. Like, dude, this is, this is like textbook power play 101, no matter how you want to sugarcoat it. He took advantage of a very weak organization. It's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And now he's got all the power because mm-hmm. now we're saying, listen, okay, it's not 
I, if you said who is the best general manager candidate available, whoever it is, and the next question is can he get along with Gates? What if the answer is no? Then what? You're going to ignore mm-hmm. the best candidate available because he's a match your head coach? Is that the way to have a winning franchise? No. It's not. Well, only it's the, not. It's, this is just ridiculous. No. Can't win like that. You're, you're building your organization backwards. You're making you're making Adam Gates the, the focal point of your organization. He is the end all be all for your organization. That's what we, that's what we've come Absolutely. to. Based on what? Based on nothing. And and that's what's even crazier is the fact that the guy has all this power and has done nothing. He hasn't even shown you that he can be a consistent proven winner. Nothing. No Super Bowl. He wasn't even the guy that just wanted to hire him. No. He wanted Matt Rule for Christ's sake. Yeah, he he wasn't Jesus. even the first place. He was like the third. Yeah, yeah. Mike McCarthy was number one. I mean, this is that. That's what I'm telling you. This is absolutely crazy. But you were forewarned. We knew about Adam Gaze before he got here. It was very public about what happened, and you decided to hire him here. This you were forewarned. And now he's got broken excuses. Absolutely, absolutely does. (laughs) We'll sit back and give him every single one if he does not get his way. But I, I want to go back to the caller for a second, man. I want to get your thoughts on the moves that he's already made. What are your thoughts on the trade of Darren Lee? Terrible. 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 I, I thought he should have got more. I thought we should have got a little bit more. Not too much, but just a little bit more. A sixth a sixth rounder for a not even, somewhat but Jack, improving but not even guy. That, dude, listen. Yeah, but not even that. It's not even you're talking about compensation for next year. So once this draft is over this yeah. year. To me, it's like, now you might as well wait and see. Unless Darren Lee is a tremendous pain in the ass where he completely disrupts your locker room, yeah. we just saw this yeah. week Reuben Foster just went down. So how does yeah. it hurt to have Darren Lee still on the roster until training camp? It's, it's a, what, $1.2 mm-hmm. million? Just, but, no, we have to have mm-hmm. Adam Gates flex his muscle. Like, yeah, I got him out of here. See, I'm showing yeah. you guys. You're not really showing me anything. Yeah. But you know what? If Avery Williamson gets hurt or C.J. Mosley gets hurt in the yeah. next three weeks, what are you showing yeah. me? You made a big mistake is what you're showing me. The only thing, the only thing I, I'm hoping, because uh, I was hearing you guys say he needs a GM, a stern GM that's going to yep. put him in his place and put that's him in happening. the head coach role. That's, that's all we can really hope for. That's, but see, that's but here's, the only but here's, thing here's, here's the comedy of that. Here's the comedy of that. You know why it's not going to happen? Adam Gaze is part of the interviewing process. So if he sees a candidate can be like, give him a hard time and not go his way, do you think he's going to recommend him? Like, let me see. Should I hire a guy that's my friend to let me get away with what I want to do? Or should I hire a guy that's going to stop me from doing what I want to do? Who are you going to hire? <laughs> you can't name an Adam Gates guy that does not do what he tells him to do. You can't name one. Oh, man. I mean, even, even look at it, the guys he brought in. Loggins is a glorified clipboard holder. That guy does not run the offensive oh, game plan at all. Man. And that's the Adam Gaze guy. And we, and we gave him Greg Williams. We made him inherit Greg Williams and Brant Boyer. <laughs> we gave him. Yeah. And I, I could see that going bad as well. That's what people are yeah. I could see that going bad yeah. as well. Two, two hard-headed guys going at exactly. each other. But Shaq, look at the comedy. Look at the way this, this current staff was developed. Jay, Jay, is, Jay hit it perfectly right. Our, our fire general manager made him inherit the special teams coach and a defensive coordinator. So you, you, you basically gave him half his staff, and then you bring him in, and then you fire the guy that made you inherit his staff. It's comical, yeah. dude. <laughs> all, all of his yes men. All of his, all of his yes oh. men. <laughs> oh. 
Thanks for thanks for calling in. Um, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Always always glad to be here. Oh, and another thing, Joe, I'm I'm not with those guys. I'm with you, with the Lakers and the Jets being my team. Okay, I'm not on the Knicks side, even though we are dysfunctional on the Lakers side too. Uh, Yes, we still got Lakers championships to show for. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right there with you, brother. You already know I'm right there with you. I'm feeling the pain right now, but you know, hopefully we get it together. We just got to get Polinka out of here, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm I'm not gonna hold you guys. I love talking to you guys. Have a good night, man. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Like Shaq is kind of like um, Brandon from Oklahoma. Like they both, they both come in like all kind of like quiet and kind of timid and kind of be. And we just, we just, just, I can't take it. I I just can't take it. I really, really can't take. I can't take dysfunction. I can't take lying. I can't take sneaks. I can't take people that drink Kool-Aid and try to justify every move from a for a complete inept, incompetent owner. Like justifying, Mm -hmm. justifying this is insane to me. But it's like, oh, well, you know, yep. the Kansas City Chiefs did this. I can give a rat's ass, first of all. We're not the Chiefs. We're not Andy Reid. We haven't won nothing in 20 years. Give me a break. Yeah, it, I'm telling you. And I want to thank Shaq for calling in. He's phenomenal. But I'm telling you, everything that you're feeling right now is exactly how I felt when Gaze was first hired. Literally, when you said you can't take people, the lying, the dysfunction, all this, it's the same stuff that I felt. I was like, what are you guys doing? What do you what do you guys see in this guy to the make him freaking a coach, he coach? Moved I mean, his chair away from a camera. Like this is like what, what are we that's doing? Adam Gates. Like, what, what is what that is, going is Adam Gates? But let me Tyson, take my ball and go, go home. And, dude, when you go back and you read the that that's the pouty nature of him. Go back and read dude, go back and read all those reports about Adam Gates. This is not out of character. <laughs> no, nope. this is what we signed all. up for at all. Exactly, this is exactly what we signed up for. We were four more, we did it anyway. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go to Chris, Chris in New Jersey. This, this, <laughs> Chris, what's well, up, man? How you doing, guys? I listen to your show, love it, man. I gotta tell you, Adam Gates hasn't coached one football game yet. I'm already sick of this man. I'm sick of him. <laughs> I can't stand the, I, I couldn't stand the hire, and now with McCagnick, oh, my God, it's just a mess. I, I, You know what? My giant friends are even sitting here telling me it's such a mess, and at least we were on top of the throne for a little while, and now we're back yep. to the back page instead of the front page because of all yep. the circus. I hate to say this because I love my Jets. They're not going to be any good until ownership changes. I've been saying that for years. The Johnsons are good at making yeah. well, not even that. Chris, not football or teams. just hire. Listen, 
or hire somebody to be in between Chris Johnson and the, the hiring pro- or the decision making process. Like having Adam Gase and whoever the general manager reporting to Chris Johnson, a guy that can't make a decision or doesn't know what he's doing, makes no sense. Hire a director of football operations, whoever it is, to right. be in it between Chris no Johnson and guide him. And now we have an an interim GM going to hire a GM. Oh. How does that even? <laughs> I've never seen this in the life of football ever. How does this happen? I've never once. Uh. Did, please name one team that this has happened to. This is a backwards backaster. It's terrible. I've never seen anything like it. It's so ridiculous. And this is why my giant friends make fun of us because we don't know how to run organizations. Oh my God, I I, just, I can't. You know what? I had bragging rights over Quinn Williams and Daniel Jones. Now I have nothing. I have nothing to go off of. Now. It's. And like the, and the biggest, the biggest concern now is just like who they hire and what his role is. And like, I just have a hard time. They're gonna believe they're gonna hire a general manager that's gonna say no to Adam Gates. I have a hard time. You say, listen, I want this guy. No. So do I, just, I, we can do it. I don't throw, throw it on a pissy fit and not sit by the camera. I mean, what is he gonna do? Go cry to the media and make more stories. Yeah, this, this Gates, oh, wow. he's gonna run this team into the friggin' ground. He's gonna run us back down into the into the dumpster. So what we were finally looking up at. Between, I'll tell you what, between uh, free agency and the draft, oh, boy, Jets were flying high, baby. But that didn't last too long because Woody John, Chris Johnson, horrible owner, went ahead, did what he did, and that was a joke again. And it's like, come yep. on, man, what, what are you doing? Like, what and why? And that, if McCagney was on the hot seat since January, let's say, maybe even December, what don't you have a backup plan if you're going to fire this man? Shouldn't there be someone in already set in your sights? Not just candidates, but people that you're really high on. And it doesn't seem like – I mean, they, they got one guy they're high on in Douglas. But that guy's not a short. He's not a slam dunk. So, like, what nope. are they doing? I don't get it. I just I don't understand it. You know what it does? It takes all the moves we made in the offseason and in the draft, and it just sweeps it under the carpet. And it shouldn't be that way. Because we have a lot to look well, forward to. If Adam Gates would just coach football, which he's not even that good at that either. Well, what he's done, he's done is he's made this a must-win situation where the pressure, there's so much pressure on the first four, four weeks of the season where they have to produce. Because now he's betting on himself when half the, half the fan base and media is questioning him. Like, nobody's really buying him because they know what he did. Like, when his power play yeah. is obvious. I don't care how anybody's true. This is obvious what he did. And now it's like, you got to win. You want to bet on yourself. You better win. You better win starting week one. And that's it. That's right. You you have to win. And you know what? I just, I'm so sick of this guy. I hope I hope for the sake of God that he's fired at some point because he is awful. He's awful. He, he, he's running this organization into the ground. And I can't take it. I mean, we've waited too long for these kinds of free agents and this kind of draft. <laughs> and now... It's crazy. And now we got this friggin' circus going on in town. They're making a giant football game. They shouldn't. Chris, thanks for calling it, man. We appreciate it. All right, thank you. That's all I have to say for now. I love you guys. <laughs> Good night, man. This, Joe, this may be my favorite show ever. This may be my favorite show. This, this is just. <laughs> It's it's just this is hysterical. It really is. Like you, the, yeah. if you look at the big picture here, and you look at everything that happened from making the head coach inherit coaches, like you made him inherit your special teams coach and the defensive coordinator. Exactly. Because that's what that's the that's what the general manager thought was best. 
So then you get your second or third guy that you really wanted to hire. Then you get your first choice, your second or third choice. And then the guy that's making all these decisions, you fire. I mean, dude, yep. You can't even make this up. You can't even make it up. Yep. He spent $100 and, and, million. And dollars. He's so comfortable. And, and, they, and they, they gave him, what they give him a warning? Okay, you're going to go into free agency. Yep. We're going to warn you. Don't make any mistakes. And make sure you get along with everybody and smile. Is that, was that the rule? Like, you got to yep. smile, shake everybody's hand, be a good boy, and we'll keep your job. And make sure you get along with your head coach, too, who's going to have a complete oh, pitch. Let me tell you. Let me tell you oh. something. I don't want to thank the last caller for calling in. He's phenomenal. But I'll tell you what. If you think it's funny now, think about the possible disaster that is to come as well because oh. you just spoke on something. He inherited a lot of these coaches, which means he didn't pick them. All right? This was a shotgun marriage. He got smashed in with those guys. So we've seen what happens when you smash. You know, when, when Adam Gaze wants his way and you smash him in with people, you see what happens. He will. He, you could Dude, possibly see him turn on guys if if things aren't going right. If the, if it's zero and four, if he wants to shift the blame to something, he will do it because he's done it in the past. <laughs> we see him and do he, that and, in the past. And so he played the, and he play the media coming. game. Oh, he, he he clearly is not opposed to leaking information about what he wants nope. and who he wants. And so nope. listen, he doesn't get his way. He goes to the media. Oh, rumor has it that you know Ace nope. wanted paradise and he wanted Darren Fells. Yep. Like. <laughs> He he yep. like broke like he's been here four months. Like he you're could, playing I'm this, this you. pissing contest game after four months because you're not getting your way. Like a little child. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously. I mean, and and what again the... because he was smashed a lot of these guys he didn't want. There Jesus could be more to Christ. come. I'm telling you, but this is this is what comes with Adam Gaze because there this is so what many we saw. red flags. There's so, so many, many red flags. So There's many. so many red no, flags. For years. And, and, and it was Jesus red flags Christ. for years, Tyson. For like years, there was terminal. red flags. <laughs> <laughs> it was red flags for years. For years about him. There was oh. no reports for years. I mean, he's, I mean, you see the way he deals with the media. That was on tape. You can see that for years. There was clear signs that we you should have stayed word clear of this guy. You can't believe a word he you says. Can't. He's a fraud. Complete liar. He's a complete fraud. And you know fraud. what's even crazier, Tyson? What's even crazier about this entire situation is there was an easier road to go, and we still decided to make the wrong decision. There was an easier <laughs> road to go. It couldn't have been more simple. It couldn't have been. Ugh. You could have hired the guy. What, it, nobody would have killed the Jets. No media, no nothing if we would have hired Mike McCarthy. Not one person would have killed us. Not one. We got a guy that's a Super Bowl, that's a winner. Nobody would have killed us if we would have hired him, moved on, had Mac. If Mike McCarthy was here, Mac wouldn't be fired. <laughs> Mac Mac put his own. He probably wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm telling you, we had such an easy road. Where we could have went with the safe hire and did the thing, and look, look at the decision that we made. With well, the smart, the, roads, the smart road would be – the smart road would be once you let McCagnin go through all this $100 million and third pick of the draft, you sit Adam Gates down and say, listen, you only want to coach? Shut your mouth and just coach. These are the players we're exactly. giving you. Now deal with it for a year. You're going to deal with Mike McCagnin exactly. for another year now because now everything is done. Exactly. I mean, that's it. I mean, what is the- Exactly. <laughs> but you have to – here's the thing, right, though. We're gonna, you have to be – you have uh, to have confident, confident leadership, confident ownership to do that. They have to be confident, yeah. right? They don't have They're to. Clueless. You can't be inept and have that common sense talk where you sit this guy down and say, "Listen, you're a coach. He's a general manager. Common I'm the owner. Just you, you, you coach the players. He gets the players, and I make sure the franchise is straight. Do your job. That's all he could have to say. All this fighting and this stuff you're doing, knock it off. Do your job. Not doing it. I got to fire the general manager. I got to listen to Adam Gaze, and we got to get this circus a rolling. 
All right, we're going to go to Jimmy in Kansas. Jimmy, what's up, man? Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> we're doing great, man. Couldn't be better. <laughs> yeah, I know. it. Isn't it sad? I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I am so frustrated. I mean, what are your thoughts? I, I mean, what are your thoughts on the on the what are your thoughts on the GM? Do you think the Jets are going to get a guy that's going to keep Adam Gaze in check, or is he going to be a yes man? No, absolutely not. Like it's ridiculous. Like, okay, Gaze comes in, which to start with is a terrible hire. He has nothing to show for anything at all whatsoever. And then he walks in the door and gets Mike McCagnet fired. And, like, okay, so just living in – by the way, I live in Kansas, which you mentioned, but, like, I bleed green. I love the Jets. But this just I, – I go to work every day defending the Jets, and this is indefensible. I, I don't know what else yep. to say other than the fact that this is just absurd. You know, yeah. we're, we talk about the fact that, like, we let him go ahead and spend $100 million plus, and we let him draft, and then they fire him. How, Like, how about the fact that, like, he built $100 million to spend to begin with? I, I'm sorry. I'm one of the guys that, like, kind of defends him a little because I felt like he came in and did the right thing gutted that terrible roster that we had to begin with and bad contracts and everything else. And like, I was really starting to get on board and then I had to go into work every day, every single day and just listen to this and that and this and that every year. I'm like, Oh, okay, we got it. Then we finally get somebody that I think might be a franchise quarterback because we've had that kind of issue in the past. And like this gay thing, I just cannot wrap my head around it. I yep. am so like I words I probably can't say on your show, no. <laughs> but it is absurd, man. It is it's absurd. It is yeah, absurd. Listen, listen. I cannot wrap my head around it. Yeah, listen, I, and I hear you. I hear your frustration, your anger, and everybody's kind of feeling the same way. This it's not you know a, a lot of people look in the situation and saying, okay, Max is fired. Okay, that's fine. But the timing of it, every like you spoke on it, everything that you allowed this guy to do during the offseason, continue to build this football team, why would you do that if you were going to ultimately fire him? Why would you do that? You could have given it's this absurd. to another general manager who could, have, who could have put this team in a totally different direction, totally different position coming out of the offseason. We may have been better off. But now you've allowed this guy to do this, and you're moving on, and you've got Adam Gaze in charge of everything now as the interim GM. That's completely crazy. So my question to you is, is for you, is it a Joe Douglas or bust? Would you be interested in Peyton Manning coming in as a general manager? Oh, give me a break. You know, I got to be honest with you, seriously, because, like, I, I am a huge Peyton Manning fan. I've always enjoyed everything he did uh, in the NFL. I always enjoyed watching him play. I, I enjoyed every part of his career. But I have I, I want no part of him as a general manager. Yeah, Joe Douglas, I'm good with that. That's fine. But, like, does it even matter at this point? Like, does Joe Douglas come in if they get him and they still let Adam Gase do whatever he wants, looking around with his eyes and stuff? Like, Like, I'm done with it, man. God, it makes me so mad. 
That's that's the biggest question going forward, man. I think the damage is done now in terms of firing McTaggart. Now it's like, all right, who are you hiring and what kind of power will we have? Because it's easy to forget and say, no, I'm just coaching the team, but you just got the general manager fired. So obviously not just yep. coaching the team. You're, yeah. you're a little bitch it, and you don't get your way. When he doesn't get his way, you'll leak, you'll leak stories through media. He'll pout. He'll moan. He'll be a child. So you're exactly. not just coaching the team. You can't, you can't. So now it's like, exactly. who are you hiring and how much control will they have and can they back him off? That's That's – Will, de- will determine the Jets' success. That's it. A hundred percent. Like that's what's driving me nuts about this. It's insane that a he's done nothing. Like okay, nope. and I'm all about like okay, you know, giving the guy a chance or whatever. And I was actually, for one, as a Jets fan, excited. They finally hired a guy. At first, I was excited. Okay, they got an offensive guy, and then they went out and hired Greg Williams as a defensive coordinator. And I was thinking, you know what? That's what they've needed, and that's what they've been missing is really getting somebody that can just handle both sides of the ball and one guy on defense instead of just hiring a defensive coach and saying, you handle everything. And and, and that's not how it's been. So I was really excited about kind of this, but I wasn't really excited about the Gase hiring. I was like, I, I, as a Jets fan, I'm thinking, oh, my God. Like, I hope they did their homework, and then I, of course, convinced myself, like I always do, well, they did their due process. And now I'm just like, yep. are you effing kidding me? Like, this is a joke. It's a joke, man. This is, it's a joke. This is and I have to go into work every day and listen to these people. <laughs> but, Jimmy, you know what the funny thing is, though, is, we all said the same thing. Like, when they first hired Gates, like, I wasn't a fan of it either. I was like, oh, I'm like, but all right, you know, you listen to his press conference, and you're like, all right, he's just going to coach the team. He's not going to be involved in personnel. Hopefully he'll work with McCagney. They'll figure it out. But, like, you kind of, like, you're kind of cautious, be like, you know what, I'm going to buy in and drink the Kool-Aid. And now it's like this is all our nightmares just, like, just re- refreshed. It's like, wait a minute, this is not what we wanted. Yeah. How the hell he has the power he has now is insane. And it's like you're not just coaching. You have a huge part in personnel, which was the problem in Miami. And here we are. And it's like, all right, now, fine. He put, he put the bullseye square on his forehead where he has to win immediately. Like, they can't get off slow. Uh-huh. They can't, like, it, it, this is it. And you just know when, when the going gets tough, he's going to leak stories, find excuses, and finger point. That's, that's the person that Couldn't he Couldn't agree with you more. A hundred percent. Like, do you remember three and a half weeks ago when, or whenever it was, three, four weeks ago when the draft was and the Giants were the joke for passing on the quarterback and taking the other guy? We've outdone them again. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth, ridiculous, man. man. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, thank it's you for like, man. We appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, guys. Love your show. Have a good night. Well, Joe, look at the positive side, Joe. I think we've had calls from every portion of the country tonight. We've covered the whole freaking country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and look, and I want to thank Jimmy for calling in. He was phenomenal as well. And I want to thank everybody for calling in. Now, I can, look, I understand it. I, again, I'm, I'm going to keep telling you because I'm going to keep whacking you on the head with this stick. I warned you guys. Everything that you guys are talking about, if you go back in Adam Gaze's history, this is exactly what he's done in the past too. The, the not playing well with others, having issues, being very arrogant, being very, you know, forward. He doesn't back down. It's his way or the highway, all that stuff. And I think that that's going to play out as well in our GM search too because you cannot name it. You cannot name a guy that was in Miami with Adam Gaze and he was in control that was not under Adam Gaze. 
That was not a guy that had to answer to him. That not just did what he told them to do. That is an Adam Gaze guy. That's what he wants. And so going forward, he's pretty much going to be in control of the franchise. I really do. I, I can't. I can't even think of a coach that's gotten like power over the roster that just gave it up so quickly. I can't, I can't think of a coach that's ever done that. And I don't think Adam Gaze is going to do that either. I still think he's going to have say. And I. I'm hoping we get the right guy in, but thinking that we're going to get some type of stern general manager that's going to make a stand with Adam Gaze, that's not happening. Not with Adam Gaze doing the hiring. <laughs> but see, that. Joe, I have some, I have some, I have some good, I have some good news for you. What's What's we want some good news. Our What's next news? caller, our next caller, guaranteed positivity. He, he's feeling okay. good about things. He, he, he he's going to bring positivity to the show after. Two hours and 37 minutes of complete chaos, a positive mm-hmm. caller, happiness. Steve, bring us your happiness. Hey, guys, what's up? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, doing all right. You know, hearing from all these callers and stuff, you know, how everyone, you know, you know is, is upset, which I kind of had a feeling what was going to happen in tonight's show. So here, here's my take about this. I don't agree at all what Christopher Johnson did by firing Mike McCagden, you know, after the draft, the free agency, when he spent all this money. The thing is, why couldn't you do this back in January when you fired Todd Holmes? Yep. It didn't make sense to me. Listen, I, 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 I think Christopher Johnson is an idiot. I absolutely agree with this 100%. But as I'm going forward with this, at the end of the day, it is what it is. It isn't the right decision, you know, during, you know, during like this off season that's going on. But, and the thing is now I'm going to say this about Coach Adam Gates. Now, when he was hired, I wasn't crazy about it. However, though, I said this and other Jet fans have said this before. I'm going to give him a chance. Now, I know that he's very arrogant and saying, you know, I want this way or it's the highway. But you know something? The thing of what I'm saying about this right now is I still believe that Adam Gaze will turn Sam Darnold into a franchise quarterback. But I will say this. If this season turns out to be a disaster, then Gay should be fired. So wait a minute. Okay, so what, he can he could very well make Sam Darnold a franchise quarterback. That that's great. I mean, that's what he's brought here to do. He's also being brought here to win football games, change the culture of the team, more accountability, more leadership, more direction, all that. Do you have confidence after all we've learned in the last four months in Adam Gates being a true leader of men? Well, the way of how I see this is, is that my only worst fear is, is that what if he does lose, like, potential in the locker room, which he did have the issue in Miami. It's a question, man. Do you have faith in him, as Adam Gates being your head coach, to lead this team when it faces tough situations and dire circumstances? Is he your leader of men for the New York Jets? It's, I, I – as crazy as this is going to sound, I'm going to say yes. Okay. See, Joe, we Steve believes in Adam. There you go. 
Oh my goodness! I, come on, I think he's he's trying to spin him. I, I think what Steve is trying to say is he just look, said yes. It was, it was a yes or no question. He said yes. Listen, Joe, Joe, this Joe. is what I believe, and you know, if people want to call me crazy, they can call me crazy. Okay. I don't care. He's doubling down now. Right. My man, perfect. Oh, okay. All right, Steve, look, and I hear you. And if that's you know, you feel comfortable with that take, then the more power to you. And I hear you, man. And I. I I wish you the best with it, but I want to get your thoughts on Adam Gaze and the movements that he's made as far as personnel, some of the trades that he's made, guys that he's cut. What are your thoughts about the trading of Lee for a six-round pick and the waving of Leggett? Well, listen, honestly, I knew Jordan Leggett was going to get waved no matter what. After when we drafted that tight end and, you know, the fact that we still have Eric Tomlinson, I I knew Jordan Leggett was going to be let go. I I knew it. He never lived up to his draft day. But the thing is now with Darren Lee is to just get a six-round pick, I really, really felt like that we should have gotten, like, maybe a third or a fourth instead of a sixth. But at the same time, at the same time, though, it is what it is. So, wait. Okay. Now, do you question the timing of the Darren Lee move? Because – Right now, we we just saw today an injury happen. The last couple of days, injuries are happening in the NFL. So instead of trading him today, you're not going to get you're not getting that pick now. It's next year. Why not wait till beginning of training camp to do it when you make sure that Williamson, Mosley, everybody's still healthy, your team's still in shape. I mean, is there really a need to, you know, prioritize this move to make it now when the pick's not for next year anyway? Then again, you know, at the end at the end of at the at the end of this whole thing thing. I mean, I mean, I think maybe that's what should have happened, like maybe before training camp. But you know what? We, we, we got what we got for Darren Lee, you know. He went to Kansas City. We got Kansas City sixth-round pick, pick. Just move on, end of the, end of the story. Well, okay, then why, why <laughs> discuss things then, Liz? I think, I think, Joe, I think we have the first official Adam Gaze. He's one of the soldiers, man. This guy, he's falling right in line here. He's, here this is, this I, is I a don't, soldier. Listen, this is a I don't, team guy. I don't really soldier. No. No. You're a soldier, man. I, I, it is what it is. No, I don't, right? I don't, it is what it is. No, no. no I, I on those green colored glasses, to, just sit back and endure him. No, I think what Steve was trying to say with this trade of Darren Lee was, look, he, he's a guy that's looking at the situation. He sees all this nonsense that's going on. He's a little bit it frustrated. It you can tell, You can tell it in his tone, but he's saying, hey, look, Darren Lee – it is what it is. He's got bigger fish to fry. He's more worried about what's going on during the season, where Gaze is going to take this team, and what's going to happen going forward because it's already a mess. All you can do is look forward. All you can do is look up. Am I correct, Steve? No, and that and that's what I'm trying and that and that's what I've been trying to get a chance, you know, to say. The thing is, you know, as going back oh, to this thing, listen, oh. listening to all this stuff no. that happened. Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. Uh, there are times when I just think that Jet fans just get out of control with when all this happened and, you know, when all this craziness that happened. Listen, I know fans are very upset still about what happened. Wait, you don't think, wait, you fans, don't think this was warranted? Really, let me finish. You don't think this was warranted? No, 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 no. You're going to let me finish. You don't finish. think this was warranted? Let me finish. Oh, let me finish. God. Let me finish. We have no choice now. I'm taking I'm taking this Jeez. week by week, you know, 
as OTAs oh, are going man. on. Let the OTA continue, you know, as we get close to the mini camp and the training camp. Move on, that's it. Boy, I mean, I have a... Oh, come on. I'm trying to pass. Hey Tyson, is it past your bedtime? <laughs> Listen, man, that take that take was so cold, Steve. You know what's funny about that take is you're in what it is things, and then you call in you call in all outrage like a week ago about whatever it was, and now today it's like everything oh. is fine. You've become Adam Gaze's yes man. You're the first yes man we oh. found on the show. Well, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not like that. You know but... you got to say? Just say, thank you, can I have another? That's all you got to say. Thank you, can I have another? And you'll oh, be fine the rest of the season. On. Wow, that, that, now that's a cold take right there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, but, you know, last thing, last thing I wanted to say was, you know. There's more? You know, as we move forward with this, you know, you know, Everyone just has to get over from what happened. If everyone wants to still be mad, you know, about, like, the thing about what Christopher Johnson did. Oh, man. We're not getting over it, Steve. We're still angry. Well, Christopher Johnson, you know, you know, I I really wish he could have made this decision, you know, if he didn't really believe in McCagnett and then saying, okay, you know what, I don't think you're good enough, you know, as soon as after when the 2018 season was over. I mean, that's the thing that still kind of blows my mind, you know, still as other Jets fans was. I mean, I was shocked on – Hey, Steve, I have, a, I have a thought for you, Steve. Fired. I, have a th- I have a thought for you. Want to hear it? Oh, oh okay. What's your thought? Nothing. You lose. Oh. Good day, sir. I knew he was going to do wow, that. Wow, so I get nothing. Oh, boy, I get nothing. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> That's a good oh, yeah, I, oh, no, trust me, Joe. I knew he was going to do this, too. That's why I feel bad for you, for you Uncle Week, when you got to host the show with him. <laughs> Have a good night, man. Thanks for calling in. We're going to go to – Oh, man. Keep on hold still. Holy cow, this is exhausting. We're going to Gangrene David. What's up, man? Please be better than Steve. <laughs> I'll do my best, guys. What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? Uh, it's been a very shocking week. I'll give you that much. Uh, it's been very interesting seeing a whole bunch of Jet fans in my comment section in panic mode. So I can kind of get where you're coming from with this. So let me just explain to you guys my thoughts about this. Um, originally, I was shocked about the timing of firing Mike McCagney. And I was. Because... You give Mike McCagnin $100 million, and then you give him a draft, and then sooner or later you fire the, you fire the general manager that has made all your offseason moves. And that yeah. alone with the timing is just absolutely ridiculous. If you wanted to fire Mike McCagnin, he could have either been fired with Bowles or you could have at least fired him after the season when you saw what his signings and his draft picks did on that field. But now you look at the situation here, we have Adam Gaze as the interim general manager. I don't understand this at all because the general manager that you put in power to make all your signings and your draft picks, and then you fire him. Why don't why? And then worst, and then worst of all, you put Adam Gaze now in the same exact position as to why he got fired from Miami. It is absolutely yep. nonsensical right now. 
Well, listen, I'm not going to be like the rest of the fan base. I'm definitely sitting there. I'm holding my breath until the Jets find a new general manager. But until they do that, the, the fan base is going to be in panic mode. They're going to continue to call Adam Gates a fraud and a liar because as of right now, it looks like that's what he's doing to the New York media. He's giving the New York yeah. media answers that they want them to hear because that's what the New York media does. The New York media is the largest media market in the United States. And when you're facing a media market like that, you're, just, you're going to want to give them answers they want to hear. Fans aren't going to believe that. And I go by a statement, actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. Until the Jets hire a new general manager, the fan base is going to continue being in panic mode because as of right now, what in the living hell is this owner doing? This is the same owner that said no playoff mandate, and this is the same owner that passed on a coach like Mike McCarthy. I would have loved Mike McCarthy. Joe, I 100% agree with you on that. That guy was my ideal candidate. But instead, they hired a dude who is now in the same position as to why he got fired from Miami. Full personnel control. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And now you're seeing all the nonsense that the Jets could possibly be trading Le'Veon Bell, and people are actually buying into that. Yeah, yeah. And, David, you're coming in and you're on fire right now. And I want to go. I want to continue going down this road with you because you talked about how, you know, Gaze is now in control. He's in a situation. Man, look, how do you feel about Gaze now being a part of picking the next general manager? Because, I mean, he's only in there with Chris Johnson and a lawyer. <laughs> For what this says is going to help them hire the next general manager and bring in a lawyer. What are your thought about, what is your thoughts about Gaze now running that general manager hire? Well, I think it kind of goes back to Adam Gase's resume as an, as an employee in the NFL. It's not exactly ideal because it all, it all goes back now. Even now you're putting him in more position of power to try to find him a new general manager. Really, is he now the new owner too? Is he now working with Chris Johnson to find the new general manager? I mean, who's really out there at this point? I mean, I like Joe Douglas. I love Joe Douglas, especially since I do interact with a lot of Eagles fans. I like the guy. I think he has great scouting finesse, and I think he would be a huge upgrade. I think he would definitely be a guy I would have the most confidence in as a general manager. But I think you guys are right at this point. I think it's either Joe Douglas or I think or it's Joe Douglas or Bust, I think, at this point. Because now you're putting Adam Gaze in more position of power to now find a new general manager. I mean – it's got to be concerning here with And that's the thing. That's the most ridiculous thing. Like, everybody kept preaching. We've been preaching rebuild, long, long-term success, you know, sustainable success, all these things. And now we're almost settling for a general manager. Because now it's like, all right, Joe exactly. Douglas is our guy. We've got to hope he comes because he gets along with Adam Gates. If he says no, then what? And then the thing is, are we getting the best general manager candidates? Because now we're doing it after free agency, after the draft, and you're inheriting a coach. Like, it's ass-backwards. This is completely exactly. ass backwards. Is this the best for the long-term success of the organization? Probably not. No. It's just, and it falls on Jets' ownership. It's like I'll keep saying it. This is all on Chris Johnson. It's just – it's just oh, – what a – you could just see it, dude. Like the I, pressure I to win. Tyson, the, pressure to, the pressure to produce. Like, like, listen, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm holding my breath. Like I'm not going to be <sighs> sitting here complaining on Twitter because it's not going to do anything at this point. I'm still shocked. But it's it's concerning. It is 100%. I think it might be more than concerning at this point because as of right now, like, I heard you have an incompetent owner. I mean, he said he even said no playoff mandate. I mean, isn't that what you want? Do you want to it's the, the thing is, But, David, the thing is, all you got to do is look at when, when Adam Gase was fired in Miami and look through all the stories, all the concerns, all the rumblings, all the – everything that happened there. 
And then you look at what's going on right now. Some of the same things are being said about him here five months ago. This is – it just happened in Miami, the same goddamn thing. The same exactly. kind of power play, the same arrogance, the same, the same issues of personnel, the same arguments, the same leaks to the media, how he played the media. Everything he did there is exactly what he's doing here. But, but he exactly. learned his lesson and in Miami, though. He, he, learned, he learned his lesson there, supposedly. He's doing the same damn thing. Yeah, guess what? So guess what? As of right now, full personnel control, seriously, with a guy like him, absolutely not. Arrogant, of course, he's creepy too. I mean, it's it's just not nice. <laughs> it's and, just a like, mess. It's, I'm it's just, just absolutely mortified. Uh, it's mortifying. David, give out all your information. Give out all your information, man, for your YouTube channel and stuff. <laughs> well, of course. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me on. You know, it's it's definitely shocking times. Hopefully. Um, the panic mode will end sooner or later. Um, whoever new deck general manager is, so mind-boggling at this point. But in regards to my channel, I mean, you guys can definitely check out my channel, Gangrene David. Uh, of course, I have around 1,600 subscribers right now, continuing to growing. I would love to hit 2,000 before football season starts. Um, definitely did a lot of upgrading and content, so you can definitely check that out. I post all New York Jets videos. You can definitely follow me on Twitter at Gangrene David One. And of course, I will be doing a call-in show tomorrow night on my channel. So if you guys want to call in. You guys are more than welcome to. I'm probably going to discuss this more in detail. And thank you guys for having me on. You know, it's always a blast talking football with you guys. And being this a rocky month for me, man, I needed this. Thank you guys again. Yeah, man. Have a good night, man. Take care. Yeah, I mean, Joe, this this show, I mean, you never know what to expect. Like I said, I was thinking about, you know, it happened last week. I'm like, do we do a show on Thursday or Friday? Do some on th- I'm like, you know what, let's, let the dust settle. Let's see before we do complete overreactions. And then you're like, maybe yeah. the animosity will go away. Like, maybe the show won't be so heated. And two, three hours later, just this was a wild one, dude. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, and I want to thank, again, I want to thank everybody for calling in. Look, once I saw it, I, and because again, I warned y'all about Adam Gaze. I knew about this guy. Once I saw what had happened, <laughs> I sat down. I looked up and I said, Man, it's, it's going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming, and it sure did. All the leaks, all the crazy stuff that we're hearing about, I mean, it is what it is. We got to deal with what we have going forward. Yeah, so as we wrap things up here, first of all, we want to apologize to whoever we didn't get on. I know a few callers dropped off. And we apologize for that. We just, there's, I mean, kind of out of our control, trying to let everybody talk, yeah. and it's just we're, we're doing the best we can. Um, and we want to thank our guests, too, from the San Francisco Fan Club. Make sure we thank – I ruined his name – Mateen Kamit. Mateen Kimmit. Mateen Kimmit. I'll get it sooner or later. San Francisco yeah. Jets fans. And check us out on YouTube, Let's Talk Jets Radio. Primetime posting all kinds of stuff there. And Instagram and Twitter, at Talk Jets Radio. And, Joe, three hours of – just this is exhausting. It is your time to shine. Yes, listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote our Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search Let's Talk Jets Radio. Like that page. Our content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message us. We'll message right back. We love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave us some feedback. We love hearing about what you folks think we do here on Let's Talk Jets Radio. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Darnold jersey on, okay? So, again, Go ahead and follow me on there. I'll follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. I'm also on YouTube as well, at YoungJ00. That's two zeros on YouTube, three on Twitter. I talk about the Jets on my channel on on YouTube. I I, I do videos, especially during the season as well. I'll continue to do videos about the Jets. I do a pick-em during the season. 
I'll talk about a couple other teams as well. So go ahead and subscribe to my content on there as well. If you want to message me, I can go back and forth with you on there as well. You want to troll me, no issues. I will get right back and troll you as well on that platform too. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is on out chest open. Come on, man. You got to have control of this moment too. Are you the Adam Gaze of this show? Come on, man. You're going to have control over all the sound bites every week. All this stuff we got going on, and you decide to hate on me again yet another week? Come on, man. Listen, you can't separate me from the people, all right? You can't do it. I warned them about gays, now I'm warning them about you, all right? Look, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Do not listen to the hater that is Tyson Roush. The hugs are free, and they will remain free. I want to thank every single one of you for listening. Without you folks, we are absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. We also want to thank uh, Mateen Commit for coming on the show from the San Francisco Fan Club. Awesome guy. That fan club is awesome as well. Please get in contact with them through Facebook and get over there if you're in the Bay Area and sit down and have a good time with them, man. They they do a lot of great stuff during the season. They enjoy games together and they bleed green just like the rest of us. So get over there if you can. Thank you to all the great callers. This was This was wild. So Check us out on yeah. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and we'll talk to everybody next Tuesday. You never know. Maybe we'll have a new yes man. I mean, general manager. <laughs>